0: And we have not got the memo that the now is actually so peaceful and evolved and thriving. No one should be hungry anymore. We all know how to feed one another and we're choosing instead to make other choices with our money or whatnot instead of helping one another. You're listening to the Almost 30
1: Podcast, a lifestyle podcast hosted by Krista Williams and Lindsay Simczyk. Tune in for a new episode every Tuesday to hear our honest conversations about topics like wellness, entrepreneurship, spirituality, and self-development with guests who are really smart, really inspirational,
2: Nice sis. So I have a really gray furry tongue today. What do you mean by
1: gray furry? Mm. It's fucking gray. It's gray and it's furry. You you haven't scraped your
2: tongue in a little bit. I scraped moment? my tongue this morning. Uh oh. I scraped it in the car. She's like, and I. It's a chia I, pet. <laughs> literally, it's disgusting. So I texted Sahara Rose. We have an episode with Sahara Rose. If you go back a little bit. And she said it could be bacteria or candida growth. It's basically excess bacteria.
1: Mm. I wonder if I'm taking too many Did probiotics. you know? Did you know it was gray and furry by looking at it or just by feeling it? Oh, good question. Just
2: looking at it. Like I was like looking at myself and I was like, look. something made me look. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, that's not healthy. I think I'm taking too many probiotics right now.
1: Sometimes like- I think about like the amount of vitamins I take, which I love, but I Same. do go in cycles where like one week, I like won't take them, which is probably not good. I don't know. But sometimes I'm like, am I dependent? Honestly, <laughs> I if I don't
2: take my vitamins for like two days, I'll go through withdrawals. Yeah. Where I just feel like shit.
1: Yeah. That's that? So maybe we should take them. I don't know.
2: I know, but, but yeah, it's all exactly. natural stuff. For exactly. The most so part. I'm like, should I take them? But like I eat a pretty balanced diet, but I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, I I think they probably do it to get you dependent.
1: (laughs) Hmm. Okay. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I just came from class, by the way. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to shout out one of our listeners Mm -hmm. who was in class. She like traveled to L.A. What's her name? um, Sarah. Um, I actually don't know her last name, but her name is Sarah. So if you're listening, Sarah, hi. And she. Has been a fan for a while now, and and um, was just so sweet, and shared some like really sweet stories about why the podcast has kind of like changed her life. Mm-hmm. And the one the one episode, the John Weinland episode, really touched her, and she's going to John's um, like workshop this weekend. It's happening Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I think it's like a heart opening workshop cool. with Sheila. Oh, someone, yeah. did you hear a about non-Shela? that? Non uh, Sheila, yeah. Or <laughs> If you guys
2: have seen Wild Wild Country, you got the ref.
1: Wild, wild Wild Punch. I'm I'm two episodes in. Oh, you are. Yeah, it's intense. We should talk about that in a second. Yeah. So yeah, it was just so sweet, and she. I don't know. I just like our listeners are actually the best, and they're the shit. It's those moments that remind you us why we do this.
2: Yeah. And like our call with Kirsten and Kayla the other day. Dude. I mean, I just like I'm surprised when everyone's so fucking badass. So we had a call with Kirsten and Kayla who are in Toronto. They are Toronto reps. They are helping us, hooking us up for our Toronto event happening on May 28th, which is Monday. And then our Soul Cycle ride, which will happen on the 29th in mm-hmm. Toronto. See you there. And we got on a call with them and they just like fucking owned it.
1: Yeah, they I just mean- scooped us up care of shit. They like had an agenda on the call. Oh my God,
2: hundred percent. <laughs> I end was like, like, can I speak? Sorry guys, I've got to run. I'm like, what's going
1: on? <laughs> like I have to hop off, get on a call. Yeah, uh yeah. But we'll check back with you in about two hours. Yeah, uh, Look like, for the email, the follow up where we summarize everything we talked about. Totally. They're so sweet. It's so sweet. <sighs> <sighs> we're so, so lucky. Well, this one, I kind of want to hop right in in a second because it was... Really, really powerful. And we were so lucky to have Jill Willard in person. It was really crazy. It was crazy. Um, I
2: felt like we were in a, an angel food cake.
1: Oh, what a good the whole analogy. interview. Cause we're kind of like stuck and sticky. And
2: sweet. And, and sweet. And comfortable and light. Oh, yeah, 100%. And covered in clouds. Like <laughs> it was crazy. You guys, the energy of our, I felt like I was drunk.
1: And afterwards- We were exhausted after.
2: I was high, but then I was exhausted for a day. Mm -hmm. So whenever you're around someone that's like a healer or an intuitive being or someone that's like on a very high vibrational level, um, a medium, a psychic, you know, like a person like Jill that is next level with her energy- your energy is affected. So as your energy can be affected negatively with someone who's negative, it can be affected positively with someone who's positive. But with someone like her, who's like 10X, Mm -hmm. Lindsay and I are circuits. I mean, I so speaking to her was so fun and engaging. I felt like we were in a womb. I felt like very special. I felt very secure. She opened up. She's such a great, kind person. Person.
1: Her life is incredible. And to know that you are an intuitive from such a young age and to navigate planet Earth as an intuitive is, can be, and she talks about it, a burden. You know, like they don't talk about that often, but it can be a burden. So, you know, she talks about how she kind of went offline for a while, like kind of had to tap out and not be so connected, which was really interesting. And so, if we didn't say she is an intuitive, she's a medium, um, she's a meditation leader, author, and author. She um, her book Intuitive Being is incredible. Mm-hmm. You she's should a great definitely TED Talk get too it. On it. But she helps people to really connect with their intuition. So that gut feeling that you might have every once in a while, she's really in the business of helping you tune into that intuition, connect you to spirit guides, to energy, aligning your chakras, just feeling more balanced and clear. Yeah, I mean, it opened us right up.
2: Opened us right Mm -hmm. up. I just, I can't describe how how we felt. Like afterwards, Lindsay and I were like, this is why we do, it is why we do it. You know, we we do it to be around people like her. She sees us and she sees what we're going to become and she sees yeah. the energy around us, you know, and it was just magical. So um, she has great advice on connecting with your intuition, what it's like to grow up as a psychic. Like Lindsay said, there's some crazy stories that she talks crazy. about, which are so interesting. Um, she talks about her book. She talks about, Ways to connect with angels and spirit guides, and really just to get clear on kind of the relationship that you want to have with yourself as an intuitive.
1: Mm -hmm. All right, guys. So you can buy her book, Intuitive Being, anywhere books are sold. We totally recommend. And then um, you can visit her website, um, JillWillard.com. And yeah, so we want to talk about this episode. Join the secret Facebook group if you haven't already. Um, and let us know what you think. Stay tuned. We are going uh, on tour. Um, so those dates are coming out soon and we cannot wait to see you.
2: And I wanted to also read a cute um, review that we got. It says, love these girls. Five stars of Isla. Uh, fun and lighthearted, but also informative, confidence building and raw. Lindsay and Krista are truly themselves and it shows. I feel like I am their friend. We are but they don't just call me or text me. <laughs> ha ha.
1: so fucking funny. Which is like the ideal friend sometimes because they're like, don't bother me. Fuck yeah. <laughs>
2: Damn, that's so fucking true. Don't call me. All of their guests are smart and insightful and vary from their background story, business and mindset. I love this podcast. We fucking love you, honey. That's
1: so sweet. Ugh. Ugh. All right. Without further Whoa. ado. I feel like we used to say that. Without further ado. Without further Let's never say that Let's again. Let's get
2: into it.
1: <laughs> Jill Willard.
2: I know. So wait, what did you do this morning that gave you downloads? That you Nothing.
0: Were about meditation? Well, it's funny. No. So oh, I've just had this part open so long, which is what we could talk about. I really yeah. just think it's in the front of the brain and we all have it. Yeah. Mm. And so I just... I've learned to keep it open. But yes, last week we were actually filming an e-course. And they witnessed, a bunch of them witnessed that it works. Meaning when you we got up to this energy center, I went in and it, op- it opens right up. So it's just been really open. I think whenever I feel we need to help, um, like the times we're in, it just, maybe I subconsciously open, but it gets really, the intuition gets really open. It's like when the downloads happen, all day long, but in the morning, I it's like I get a debriefing. It's like I just wake up and it's oh, kind wow. of, but it's for everyone can do it, but it is a muscle. So I've just mm. been doing it so long, but I really shut it down for a little while last year, not shut it completely down, but I just said, please, I don't want to know. I need to just rest. It was wow. after the election and all that, it was tough because it showed that it was just going to be like a landslide like a mudslide and it's just interesting because mm. santa barbara is really a home to us and
1: so oh my gosh the and literal mudslides is way. that okay no i don't Yeah, mind. whatever you want There you go totally i like to the you. one you look I
0: look
1: so like so cute. cute thank you <laughs> it's so, looks so cute
0: i appreciate you you're welcome love it
2: <laughs> I feel like there that too. So I can feel yeah. my. I often can feel my third eye blinking or like Love activating it. at certain points, but I don't Love really it. know what's happening. Like it's weird because I feel it often. Like I can feel it almost like an eye, but I don't know if at the time when I'm, it's random. Like I feel it happening, and sometimes I'm like, I'm just at lunch right now. Yeah, and I don't oh, know yeah. what what messages it's trying to tell me is the thing.
0: Yeah. Well, so our new company present we just are explaining the three parts of the brain because when we're about four or five we learn that or around kindergarten and I think we forget how simple it is and all this mindfulness speak now mm-hmm. I think it's confusing And what does mindful even really mean yeah so and to the point of what we we're talking about I think it's just the fun of the brain what's called executive functioning and once you start integrating or knowing it's there which can be what we call the third eye or the wise part or just like the what um, the front part of the brain right. or however however we want to call it Once we understand it's there, you start using it. And then you have Mm. your midbrain, which is your limbic that flushes. And then you have the back of your brain, which is stem. So once Mm. you understand Mm. the three parts, I even think it could be conscious, subconscious, unconscious, to Mm. be honest. So you could be opening them up and then doing all this great discussion that you both do. You're naturally opening it up because you're with others who are Mm -hmm. bringing things forward, which is executive functioning, right? You're Mm -hmm. kind of bringing things to the now to move forward. So you're naturally talking more from that part of you. Mm-hmm. So it's going to strengthen. Mm. So that makes sense? Mm-hmm. It's really simple when we understand it. And we're trying to bring it more, which is so funny because a lot of people know I'm a psychic and intuitive, but we're trying to bring it more in just really one-on-one scientific terms. Mm-hmm. So we can get to know it like it's, you know, like the big sister in our brain talking to our little sister and then you've got the adolescent in between or mm. you've got the bridge in between. And I really think once we understand that, we don't have to jump out of our brain or our body so much. We really learn to do that when we're um, spiritual or intuitive or of the now. And Mm. I think that's a misnomer that we need to get out of our head. Does that make sense? Because you need the brain to do anything. Mm. You know what I mean by that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Some people say be more mindful. So then more people are bringing in more information in the brain and that's not strong either. That just really messes you up in what's called your amygdala and kind of the mid and back of the brain. It's just way too much information. Wow. So, so what would you do to prevent off, from
2: getting all that information? Like, or Go into you?
0: quiet, trust, start to trust your inner, whatever you think that is, that inner voice, or it might be an outer voice. It might be you hear God or you hear nature. So the biggest thing I believe right now is slowing down to the rhythm of nature. Mm-hmm. And that can be in the city. You're just, what's the breeze like? What's when you're going to sleep, when you're waking up, making your tea or your breakfast, just slowing down remembering when you were in nature or even at the ocean or in Bali and bringing that into your present moment will slow you down. And then mm. you'll really I think the brain then functions really well and then you open up your intuition and your gut and literally your gut in your body and it's so important. We're really off. We're really ahead of ourselves or we're stuck in the past and those are both left brain functioning. And then right brain is very present. And so many think I'm very intuitive because I really started guarding my right brain by the time I was like seven or eight to a fault, because that was like Mm. the eighties. That was not popular then, you know? Yeah, sure. What wasn't being an intuitive? Yes, being an intuitive wasn't popular, but also guarding the right brain where I'd be so present and still that it looked like I was spacing out or oh, not listening and yes. I was a really bright kid. So wow. I, I knew what was going on. I was making a choice not to engage. Mm. So I just, it was very yogic, even though that wasn't really popular yet in California, but it was not, I don't want it to sound like it was so great because it really wasn't. I was the one that kind of, you know, all my friends were excelling and I'm like, I'm good. And, you know, it looked like I was slacking. Wow. Um, so it was interesting. But now that's popular <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so true. to do less
1: than a day. When did, you, when did you first start to feel like you were intuitive or know what that yeah. meant?
0: So my first memories were very um, hearing a voice. And we lived in Europe. Um, when I was small, my dad flew airplanes in the Air Force during those early years. And then he got out so we didn't have to move around. But um, I remember being in Europe and hearing that voice. And then Europe was so romantic and wonderful. It felt very normal to me. I thought it was God. Mm. I thought it was Jesus. There were just a lot of those emblems around. And I did gravitate more to my Catholic side Mm -hmm. of my family at that time. So I just was like, oh, there's God. And then all of a sudden I realized, and what was interesting too, is some people that lived over in Europe, it's like I always had these earth angels, neighbors or even strangers that really supported it there. They knew. So they would smile, wink, talk with me, even if it wasn't in a language. And there was just this grace. So I felt very secure about that trust, yeah. whatever that was. And then we moved back to the States when I was five. And I do remember living in Northern California being like, whoop, this isn't normal, you know. And I didn't get called out for talking to, you know, saints or or I did it very quietly. I was wise enough to know my parents didn't see it, didn't agree with it, ran things differently, you know. Around us, it was the, by then it was later 70s. So, yeah, there had been a peace movement, but not really where we were in NorCal. It was very, you know, kind of Brady esque. So, I yeah. knew to follow that route. So, I got very good at following like the 2.2 lovely family, yeah. you know, just mm-hmm. kind of stay normal.
1: How did that feel? Like, were you like, was there like this inner conflict or there was turmoil? an inner
0: conflict? Yep. or yeah. we, yeah, okay, for sure. And what I ended up doing and old friends could attest, is I would shy back. I would kind of flee. I think I would get really creative in my room or whatnot. But I loved friends and people. So I'd have a good good friends or a good friend. I'd go to great birthday parties. I'd play sport, which I was really natural at. But then I'd want to go pick the flowers after and go hang in my bedroom and draw and play dolls. And I knew I was different, but I Mm -hmm. looked really just average normal. Mm -hmm. So I did. And it was hard. And I say in the book, when I wrote Intuitive Being, I think, you know, some wanted me to write more about my childhood, but my parents are still alive and I adore them. And yeah. I didn't really want to go deep except to say that emotions weren't met in our house. And I was very emotionally aware as a kid. That's a very right brain mm. thing, connection yeah. and emotional intelligence. So I, And I could read people pretty well. And some, some, I think I erred because my brain wasn't, you know, I wasn't really old enough. I was seeing things and probably interpreting them incorrectly, but I knew emotions were everything. I knew saying I love you was everything. I'm mm. sorry. And that was just not the norm in the 80s, you know, in the 90s. That was totally. all more about like, you know, control and what can you do for me? And it just was a very different age than what I was in. So I was kind of like an old lady in a little girl's body. Yeah. It was strange, but I really gravitated toward very natural rhythms like yoga and meditating mm. and breathing really young. So, for that, I'm grateful.
2: Wow. So, yeah. What were some of the voices t- saying to you? Like, what were those conversations? Oh, so like? many
0: things, like, you know, you need more protein today. Um, really? This friend's going to cry because her mom yelled at her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wear a jacket. Don't wear a jacket. You need an umbrella. You don't need an umbrella today. I mean, it was like a, a mother or the most wonderful God angel. That's around. so fun. Do you it's think it, so fun. <laughs> was, it your, it was. was it an angel? Or? Well, I believe it's all one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because I've done this so long, I believe that time and space are kind of just here in the now and wow. that what we think is God or an angel or our grandparents are kind of come from the same sea. Mm-hmm. If You want to look at that way, right? Yeah. And so, and we can stand in front of the sea and it's so vast or we can take a, you know, a little bit of water from the sea and know everything's in that little drop of water, kind of like that old adage. Yeah. So I knew that really early and that's a form of physics. And that's kind of very Einstein-y, but I just understood that. So like I loved Bach when I was little and funny things. So I think I understood systems and that really helped me when I'd hear, I'd know God is in all of us and isn't really a thing. I mean, I went for a couple of years when I was was being fourth through sixth grade, I did believe God looked like Kenny Rogers on a cloud. I tried out the theme. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I That's tried out what amazing. everyone told me. Right? Everything. Yeah. That's amazing. It was everything. everything. And I very strong Christian friends. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'll give this a try. It kind of felt good. Like, you know, there's a dad in the sky. And I'm like, by, by junior high, I'm like, nah, no, Love it's that. not real. It's really whatever's with you in the moment, if that makes mm, sense. Yeah. I really started to understand. And I understood, which was not good back then, how patriarchal we were and how abused we were as girls and women and even Ways. Wow. I understood that adults did not really have the answer. And I was kind of surprised no one else saw that. You know, it was kind of funny. It was a funny you, thing. Mm, to, to the yeah.
2: patriarchal point, how did you move away from Catholicism
0: or did you move <sighs> yes, away from that? Yes, I did. I did. So I adored my, m- we think that my, I, my grandmother had this as well. I, it really is in our Italian heredity. Oh, wow. And our grandfather, my grandfather, I adored. And I built like him. You know, how you're like, oh, you're, you know, a little wafer. A little wafer. <laughs> he was a wafer and he was meat and potatoes. And he was the skinniest thing. Oh my gosh, beyond. And he was brilliant. And I just adored him. He was very Libra.
2: Mm.
0: And he just was a dream. And we would have like a silent conversations since I was a little girl. And wow. he loved football and baseball. And he was, br- he was really smart. So I just kind of followed everything he did. So he was Catholic. He went to 7A Mass every day. So I really wow. knew I had my faith and spirituality in a great sense from he and then my grandmother Rose. So they were Joe and Rose. And I just... Couldn't have adored him more. And it wasn't a big Italian family on that side. And they lived an hour from us. They were from San Francisco originally, and then they moved an hour away where I grew up in a place called Stockton because he built a company with two of his best friends. Just brilliant man and came from poverty in the Great Depression. And you know, would overtip the newspaper person. And at this and I just saw so early the giver that it that is just so important without saying a word. He never took any credit. So I think I wrapped that up into Catholicism. So then I thought that was Christianity, but then I noticed it wasn't And in junior high. And then in, by my mid-20s, and some people know this, I really started seeing the priests were abusing boys, especially. And that was really hard for me. And that was, it really hit right when my grandfather died and then my parents divorced after being together almost 30 years. And that's when I just threw Catholicism out the window. And a lot of people thought I became a Buddhist. i Drive drove this great land river at the time. I packed all my stuff in land river, moved up to the hills above Santa Barbara because I was in graduate school at the time. And I just wanted to heal. I was 26, 27. Wow. Yeah, so then I really noticed all religions were kind of the same. And then I realized the limitations of religion. And then now the way it shows religion is kind of red root chakra. It's an organization or a root. But if we have six, seven, eight main chakras, that's kind of like chapter one. So it mm. kind of evolved at every stage. And I think... We were talking earlier. You all are going to have a great new ideal. Where I'm kind of the last, although I know people in our town that are younger than me, but where we really believe in this Catholic or Christian thing that you need a middleman between God, or that God has pale mm. skin, and you know it drives me up a wall. Oh, That's God. hard for me, and I'm pale and Caucasian, and all <laughs> that. You know, I'm yeah, like yeah. still. So I learned a lot of the hypocrisy. Wow. Yeah. Were were you getting? Was it? Downloads, downloads. Yeah, yeah. What? I was getting downloads. Wow. I really was. Were you getting downloads
2: s- about the boys?
0: Yep. Wow. Yep. So oh it looks gosh. like a movie sometimes to me or a memory, like we'll think about this night or think yeah. about what you did today and you can see it, you know, you space off and see it, but you don't see it. But you mm. think you do, you know, you're kind of like looking at, I think it's a part of the brain or something. Mm. It would do that. It'd be like a movie scene or it'd look like a memory. So I'd be looking at a person and then it would show it, but obviously it wasn't showing it, but somewhere in my brain I could see and what was wild is a lot of those people knew because I think what you're instinctive when you lie or you do gross things like that or you hurt another. Your instincts have to heighten, you know, if you're going to, sure, you know, steal or be a thief or you know mm-hmm. break into someone's home. The yeah. instinct heightens, and there's a scent and a look that humans have when they're doing that. That now at this point I'm like, doesn't everyone see it? Because it's a very similar look. Anyway, so um, I started to see the patterning besides getting the downloads and and that kind of combo made it pretty invincible and I just haven't been wrong about that yet and I'm not saying it's an I thing it's that we are all we all can connect into that energy and really just witness and then it's kind of what you do with what we see and I think we're really ready now for a lot more women and mm. some very kind conscious men too to see it what do you do with it because I had to go through the next phase of then not emasculating or being so upset because it's an eye for an eye if I'm so upset about it. And that took me like a decade to move through what I saw and forgive. That was a whole other thing. So- Yeah, did you tell anyone? Like, how did you- I did on my grandfather's funeral because the the priest knew I knew. Because he was staring at me. Well, he was staring at me first. I was the first person in the pew bawling because I just adored this grandfather. And Mm. he died within a year of my grandmother. They were so in love. They were together forever. So it was hard. It was really hard. I knew things were going to change in our family. And they were really just- the true family I trusted out of a lot. So I was, I knew it was a huge loss for me. And then I had already left where I lived in Manhattan beach for years and was off going off to graduate school. So everything was just shifting. All home was shifting, all family mm. was shifting. So I think I was probably pretty vulnerable and sad. And I looked up at him and he, it was like a horror movie. He was just staring at me, <gasps> staring at me. It's like, he knew. And they say that, they say those of spiritual know when others have these yes. things like they, they do know. And so anyway, he, I finally looked up at him and we locked eyes and that's what happens with me. And then it kind of opened up the third eye and he turned to the boy to his right and then just left. And I, it, that's when it showed kind of the memory. And this was 1990, am not gonna get it wrong. I think 1998, 99. Anyway, so before it came out, long before it came out. And I was so hysterically upset because he also was really zoning in on me. And, mm. and that's what happens with a lot of humans. It's like, they know I know and then, what do they do with the human that knows? Because I'm like, the, you know, I'm the middle person or the, you know, kill the messenger kind of thing. Yeah. So I was, we were in the um, car procession after and I was so upset and I was bawling. And and my, my parents, actually, my mom was livid at me saying I was being disrespectful, which was so interesting because she had turned away from Catholicism years ago. So I'm like, this makes no sense to me. I just kind of saw how we really cover up anything that feels uncomfortable to us in our culture, mm-hmm. right? Especially as women. And so... That was really hard. And then we went to the burial and he was watching me and stand by me. And I was so... Then I got pretty mad just inside, but I couldn't really say anything. So then a couple of weeks after that, this is how the fates work. My mom let me know that um, his church had hate crime on it. And she said, don't you feel sorry for him? I said, no, I guarantee those were teen boys who had gotten abused when they were younger. And I was a very kind, quiet person about all this. So I usually wasn't vocal, but I had to say that out loud. And then years later... This is also how I think the fates and energy works. Years and years later, we're there. We now have kids. We're in Northern California, and I'm cooking Thanksgiving dinner and with my sister for our mom. And after the dinner, my mom pulled me aside. She's like, Have you seen the news up in Northern California this week? 30 years that gentleman had been abusing boys and got caught. The week I was in Northern California, I was there like once or twice a year. Wow. So anyway, that's a long story. But if you keep this open, you see you keep getting the answers. And this can pertain to anything in life, Mm. even if like, you know, you like someone or what should I do about this job? If you keep open and don't close down and go into fight or flight, which is more in the back of the brain, you stay open and aware, almost like a peaceful warrior. I don't love that term, but that's kind of what comes in or just a very aware, kind, good person or... It's not easy because we can just, you know, flee or fight. But if you can mm-hmm. stay open-hearted, open-minded, more information comes in. Yeah. Very good. Wow. There is a special
2: place in hell for people. I don't even know if you believe I in agree. hell. For people that do shit like that, that like, it makes you cry wanting know, to like right? think about it. I know. To be in a position of power where people like put their faith in you is like, and
0: you do like, that is... Isn't it awful? And on children. But what's going on today, on right? Children. What's going on right now? In Me Hollywood. too is going on in Hollywood. I mean. It's the exact same oh, yes. thing. It's exact. It's pretty close to the same because mm. anyone in minority energy, which is children, women, or those with darker skin, mm. that's minority still. We still what don't is have it equal about power. Power
1: like being in that power. Do it's they use have power? Yeah, like a a block to mm-hmm. any like. Depth oh. of feeling,
0: yes, yeah. huge block. I often the way it shows in readings. This is why I started teaching in energy centers. Is they're stuck in their second chakra in their young adolescents, mm. and then you throw in hormones, and it just spirals. So wow. usually they're acting from old events, either that were done into them or they just didn't feel like they were included. And then they start to get hormones, and they start to have fantasies about whatever, or they watch their mom. Be abused, or their dad mm. do things, or a neighbor society. I mean, we really are so affected by one another, and we're sponges. Our culture always thought if you don't say, you know, don't tell, or if it's under the rug, it's not there. You know, I kind of say it's like the hand above our eyes when we have frosting all over our face, and no one, mm. everyone just believes it's not there because we put our hand over our eyes. You know what I mean? It's like you didn't have a cupcake. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. a very interesting thing we're in in our culture. We're very left brain, analytical, so it's more about physical and mental it's not about the emotional or the connection which is right brain so it's kind of like blood sweat and tears it's like war in a way it's like move Mm. on that happened move on and if we don't heal whatever happened i believe all humans can heal but you got to get to the root of what why we act like we do and i think sexuality is really misunderstood in our culture and the connection to the mother element at birth and how we're birthed and how we're held and if we're breastfed or not, which it's fine if we're not. I wasn't breastfed for a second, but I breastfed our children for a, long, for a while. It's just about the touch and the connect and, and your nervous system being touched mm. on the skin in kind ways. And I think that doesn't happen in the US. So then you throw in hormones, 8, nine, ten for a boy or a girl and whatever experiences they've had and lack of touch they've had and if they've had any traumas. Some traumas could be in a hospital when you're little and you don't even remember. They don't even have to be sexual. They can just be where you got scared or feared and those are lodged in your brain. Then you throw in new hormones, pheromones on top of those and then all of a sudden you're acting in a way you wouldn't normally. Mm -hmm. So I've watched so many adults end up doing that based on something that happened in early, early years. So. Can you go- it's very connected. Do you see that? Like if you were to read yep. one, would you see like the trauma that happened yep. in the
2: hospital? Yeah,
0: it shows it. it show, and I've done, I mean, tens of thousands of readings at this point. And it's, it's been so interesting. I'm like, you're choosing this woman right now because you abused animals when you were six and you still feel guilty about it. I mean, it's so fascinating wow. how our first 14 years play a huge role. Not to be psychological about it's just true. Right. And, and those early memories, we don't even remember we you know they're in there our body remembers our brain yeah. but we don't remember we remember them cuz memory wasn't formed so right. um i don't believe in past lives and oh. i do believe hell is on earth i mean these people that abuse are yeah. not happy humans mm. you know i really want you guys to know they're not they're not like going through their day feeling connected to things and so i think there's a form of you know h e l l here as mm-hmm. well you know people are like they got away with it i'm like they don't Mm-hmm. they're they're miserable. But mm. um, just food for thought there. But I really hear you about the afterlife. But I don't Do you, think you anyone... In, you
2: don't believe in past lives? I don't. Oh, tell me more. Because
0: I believe we can tap into a life, but okay. it's not our life. I believe we're just here and then we're ever, kind of everlasting. And I've never seen anyone reincarnate. Great grandparents come into someone's aura all the time. So how can they be in the aura and be walking on earth? Right. If that makes sense. I think somewhere along the... Way And I'd love to have a conversation with Brian Weiss and some people who love to talk about past lives because I will gladly agree to disagree or learn something mm-hmm. new. But in all the readings I've mm-hmm. done, your heredities up your aura and around you. And, and then in our DNA, we are still enacting certain things that they did, but they're not, it, we're not reincarnated as them. I really think that was a control mechanism, to be honest, what do you mean? By, like, like religion. Like if mm-hmm. you don't behave right now, you're gonna come back as a bug. I think it was. Oh. A, I think it was a patriarchal thing thousands of years ago. Totally. But I'd love to talk to those who really talk and and understand past lives because I honestly think. Let's say we were scared of a spider in this life. I really think we had a situation with yeah. a spider in our young years. We might not remember. It might have crawled across our face in, a, in the baby buggy, but then we think, "Oh no, that was in 1964. You know, 1694 in my sixth past life." But I also see in readings that. If you're afraid of an insect, then someone else who is afraid of your insect can come in your aura and try to help you through it, if that makes sense, like an angel or person. So that's how it shows that just new food for thought, that it's not Mm. ours, it's not linear. There's no holding space in the universe. There's just time right now, like past present futures right now. So there's no past life. That's the way it shows it. Wow. But I know I'm like the only one to say it. We've been looking I for someone it I love goes, that. Right? I just didn't expect that. I know, right? No one does. That's why I think why I mentioned it because a lot that. of people usually lead into that and it just it's never shows like, it that way. Wow. Taking the pressure off a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of is to be Yo-ho. honest. You're free. <laughs> and then the way we... I describe a lot too, which came in a long time ago is kind of like, let's say we're a soul that returns to the ocean when we pass, like we're a grand of sand and Mm -hmm. we do go back to the ocean. The next soul will get a scoop of the ocean. So they might have a little bit of one of us in them, but doesn't Mm -hmm. mean we're their past life. Now, And I think they're proving this in science, DNA and everything. We have a lot in the cell. doesn't mean someone's Mm -hmm. past life. It could be a little bit like someone that came before us, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't mean it's an our life we're really big in our culture about me and my it's my past life it's my this and if we let go of that we're gonna be so free just like mm, you said so true because that's very first second chakra that's very ego to think it's ours not funny wow yeah
2: because yeah. it is always it's like people are like tell me about your past life and they're always like well, you well. were an Egyptian princess. Yep. Yeah,
1: and how is everyone <laughs> an
2: Egyptian? Princess? They're always like they're always you're princesses. Jesus. No one ever
1: told me I'm an yeah, Egyptian princess. Yeah,
2: literally, it's princess. like they're like you were a peasant. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you weren't anything special. <laughs> it's true. You died in the potato famine, yeah. and yeah, that's about it. Yeah, it's which like, is that's why you're hungry right right now. Yeah.
0: Exactly. <laughs> it's like, like you it, it's always fries. an ego thing. Always. That's mm. so and funny. And they know because I even. Say like I don't know anything to be true. This is what it shows. You take it. You take it in your gut and you decide. Mm. It is very factual usually, but still, for holding on to anything like that, no one knows. We don't wow. know if there's past lives or futures.
2: Right? Do you have to do? You have to have approval from people to read them,
0: or like? I love this question. What's that like? Well, for me, I do. I, I in a very self way make sure I have approval. Okay. However, what does so approval many, look like? Approval means what could I sign. Well, yeah, love you. It's a it's a very closed agreement. No, no, mm-hmm. um, no, no, no. Um, I still have never had to sign a D. In, what is it called? ND? N- yeah. NDA. NDA.
1: I'm going to make NDA. NDA. We'll be your you. first. Thank you. Love it. No, no. Your secrets are safe with yes. me. As you know,
0: um, I will not broadcast them. No. Um, <laughs> it's going to be like stop eating. Someone, Everybody right? knows all of our <laughs> secrets. <laughs> Here we'll say stop eating. someone right. <laughs> no. Let will tell you more good stuff. To be honest, no. But I we do call it like the you know the higher eye. So mm-hmm. we kind of close the eyelid down. I learned how to close it down from a great old medium, James von Prague. Mm. Really helped. Because when I first came out to do this, I was reading Neighbors and Everyone. It was kind of like all these different healers told me I had it and I needed to use it. And I was like, no, thank you. I'd like to be stay at home mom. And they're like, too bad. And then it opened. Like, I think I finally just said, you know, screw. I, okay, I'll open. And it just was like a floodgate. So then I learned how to shut now. down. But, but I will say how I how I do it now is if someone comes in for a reading, I'll open up that part. Cool. However, and this is what I was saying earlier, because some who know me know the way it goes. Sometimes stuff comes in. I almost just said shit comes in, but stuff comes in and I'm in a dinner party or (laughs) an event or a hospital. I'm like, oh no. And I usually know if it comes in, it's because it's important. I do not Mm. use anything against anyone. You know, I've had to learn to forgive a couple of things I've seen, but... I don't throw it at anyone and say, you're an awful person and this is happening. I really learned to look at it objectively because it comes in objectively. It could It's such a monotone, unemotional thing. It could be like that person just hurt that person and then killed that person and then they went home and had a sandwich. I mean, it's just like, it, it's really, I've been so humbled learning how it comes in and that we as humans have learned to be a fighter about it or a judger or
1: I've just mm-hmm. really been
0: humbled by the way it all comes in. Mm. So I've had to try to really hold that space of, and that whatever we are at at this point came from, we, whatever we do has been done to us. And that that was really big for me. So abusers yeah. were abused, have been abused every time. And I, I really saw that you start to see the youngness in the person that they were a little boy or girl. And it, it, so once you see that, it's like it humbles you to your knees that there's we should be judging no one or, and nothing. We should just be all love and really try to support and understand so we can clear the cycle or help cease mm. it or pause it. Nothing's going to shift if we're in this black and white thinking. You know, there's not going to be like a clearing on earth and then we're going to get only good people. It's like we're all, we all have things we need to clear, but we're not going to be brave and clear them if we don't feel supported and seen. So we have to see those who've done some pretty gross stuff or what we consider yucky stuff. And as a female I, and a mother, I will say gross because some of it's hard. But you see, I do take that moment of judgment like, oh, that's just so gross and totally. I want a ball and I usually yeah. have to go home and cry. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, full circle back on how to open it and how to do a reading. But I think for anyone listening, when we start to trust our gut more, it's like a muscle or that part of the mind Mm. and it will open and we got to be aware. I mean, so many people are like, I'd love to be intuitive or psychic. I'm like, I don't know. You know, Oblivion is bliss sometimes, but you can direct it. Like, you know, I want to know more about I or what I should go. And I don't think everyone needs to be psychic or will be psychic. And that's a good thing. But being intuitive is so fantastic because you have this Mm. like, Guardian angel in you, on you, with you at all times. And I think for in the mind, that's me, mind up, and the time's up movement, it's been important to me. I've never, I've been very sexually harassed in my lifetime, but not mm-hmm. abused because I trusted my gut and I'd leave the hotel room or the lunch date or dinner date or never go on that first date. And I really think as women, we got to start taking ownership of that. You know, just like you're something, mm-hmm. your body tugged, no, 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 don't get in that taxi or don't keep texting he or she, you know, like we know the body knows. Right. And we got to listen to that part because we can mind over matter anything. That's the free will we are given as human beings. So
1: when did you realize that we could be very powerfully intuitive? Someone who Uh, was not born as, you know, medium or whatever it is. It's how did you see that? Did you always know that? No, I think because I experienced it just like
0: you. I mean, anyone can, I think, because I just kind of would witness myself a little bit, which might be my aquarium nature, just I learned to witness Mm. for safety reasons too, kind of witness a room or whatnot, but, or to feel emotionally safe and seen. But I just would watch it grow in myself. And I think we all all have that experience. Like, darn, I was right about that, you know? And all of us have had those moments. If we really stopped to look at a breakup or we failed a test or, you know we got to be on a test and the ones we noticed we changed we knew the first time and then we erased it you know whatever form it is we knew and to be okay with that knowing mm. and trust that is your true north versus what anyone else is saying or doing. And once you can break free from that, which we call that moving into third chakra or moving into your stomach or gut literally, by the time we're 13, 14, we are equipped for it biologically. Meaning just think when we went to freshman in high school, you don't ha- if you're still following your friends or doing what a guy or girl is telling you, you're kind of staying not in your full maturity at that mm. point because the way high school set up or age 14, you can really start venturing on your own and what's your contribution to the group of friends what's your wholeness and you hope you have best friends that just adore you and say you go you know and kind of like Some today on it. <laughs> yeah. freshman year
1: mm-mm. it's yeah. hard I, i'm mm-hmm. thinking back i'm like whoa mm-hmm. that was formative whatever was formative what was right? going on yeah yes. i manifested breaking my
0: right ankle a week and a half before freshman year high school started Why did you say manifested? because I, I love that you caught that because <laughs> i um my dad wanted really wanted me to be great at sport. And I was getting really frustrated. The fun was coming out of sports. So I kept trying to find a sport. He didn't know how to play. God love him. He'll like, hear this. Yeah. Honestly, ping pong, <laughs> table tennis. Oh, he's good at all. Yeah. I did volleyball because he'd never played. But then of course he was learning that. So I, I <laughs> God bless him. He knows. So I broke my ankle. And also I think I was such romantic. I was so excited for the football players to carry me around and it was freshman oh year God, and I was probably he, uh, mortified, right? I was so many things. I still wore a, jean miniskirt I remember I mean I like didn't and even they hide were carrying the you around oh yeah, yeah. On my, that's so the like, Italian sure, in me, right?
2: on your shoulders <laughs> <okay.
0: Who> cares? <laughs> no right um no but also it let me pause and so I'm really mm. good at that I'm good at manifesting the pause you know some wow. really manifesting something which I don't always recommend because you can just
1: pause you know if you feel mature enough that, but that's so interesting that, that you that because yeah. someone breaks their ankle they're like oh shoot like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like you kind of yeah. have, the, obviously you have this knowing. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it helps um, with so pain
0: too, by the way, because even childbirth is some people know, but also when I broke my leg, I didn't really feel it. I mean, I was kind of laughing. So it's funny when you use the front of your mind, mm. it's a great pain reducer. And it's what we learn in hypnobirthing wow. and for the future for you guys. And yeah. No one has to natural anything. I'm really not pressing We've been that. talking a lot about a lot that. Well, how funny. Maybe yeah. that's why that just came in, mm-hmm. yeah. sitting here. Love it! Yeah, we just. I highly that, recommend right? it, Be- just because you feel like Shira, or like the most powerful human when you when Indian you birth natural
2: princess. Or I love that? you say
0: that because I don't even think it was that spiritual. I'm totally. I'm pulling up something from like my childhood. I think because we we're talking childhood. That was. <laughs> I like was a, thinking
2: of the Indian princess Shiva arms.
0: Yeah, no, or let's see, who are we? Shiva. Yeah, yeah, Shiva. Yeah, Shiva? you That's know what brilliant. I mean. She's yeah, let's bring in Shiva. Yeah, yeah. So well, you did natural you. birth using yeah. hypno. Well, first one, not even hypno, and then and then our daughter, our second one, hypno. But wow. it, it's the same thing. It's the front of the brain. It's the executive thinking. It's in front of the penile gland where we think there's nothing. That's what you want to get in meditation so people use drugs to get in it. But if you really just can get in it naturally, you will feel the strongest high. And every woman I feel should go into... I think that's how we're made this way biologically because you go into motherhood, not in an egoic way, in a very humbled... Brings you to your knees way, but you have this bond with the child and you also, and I know some of people are saying, they're gonna be so pissed right now being like had C-sections, that's all good also. Mm-hmm. But just food for thought and shifting the perspective of not being afraid of pain or the pain lessons when we're open and relaxed for anything is so great because then you feel the bonding agents still and those endorphins and whatnot just really helped. Glide you into motherhood. So for all those women, and women can do that through a retreat and rebirthing and all sorts of things. Never too late to feel that feeling with your child or yourself. So just food for thought. There, all good. Wow. Everyone's included in this. It's not that you too late for anything. But anyway, just food for thought. But that's all the front of the brain.
2: Wow. So
0: what's your thought on parents? Like, are your parents like? What is the
2: relationship? With like parents, Spiritually. okay, I love this and the importance of
0: them. I, this is I'm probably not the best one to answer parts of this because when people have said like even last Mother's Day went up, people are like, "I'm so glad I picked my mom." I don't really believe in that. I think that's pretty egoic too to be like, "I picked my mom."
1: You know, what I does think, that
0: mean? Meaning the whole? I think each human is bi- so biological. We're a part of a whole. Mm. So if we think that we we picked the whole scenario, oh, do you saying, know what I mean? Yeah, it's just yeah. like I'm not sure about that, but. I I do believe in a form of karma or coming together to learn certain lessons or what our soul came in to learn or we wanted to, you know, do something. So we came in and this is how it was going to happen even if it didn't look pretty or it was challenging. Like for example, for me, I'm really grateful now having the family I had because they taught me such a strength and independence and a forgiveness in a way that wouldn't have happened maybe if we Mm. would have been extra bonded or I felt Extra included. You know, so I think that the gift is now I can come forward publicly as a psychic intuitive and it really isn't my feelings if someone yells or disagrees or anything. I have complete compassion. So I think I learned that, but I don't think I picked that. I think that this whole, we're all so one that we come into a society, the way it shows in creation is we all come in, like two will be carpenters, two will be doctors, two will be male humans, two will be cook, two will clean, two will hug and everyone's equal. And you need, one or two of everyone. You need different humans to do different things to make a stronger unit and to make a stronger global unit and I think we've lost that.
1: Mm-hmm. So in
0: form of parenting, I don't always think it's as planned as people think. I you know, I could be really wrong, but I think a lot of life biologically is doing what we can with what we're given, having that free will and then choice to say okay, this is what's presented itself and we've lost that, right? Cuz we keep thinking it should have been this way or I deserve this or this is normal and I'm not normal. But if we came in just more open, chose a bit of that, and I'm describing it probably too vague and trying to do it simply, but I think regarding parents and anything life, it really is what's presented and then what you do in the moment with what's presented mm. drives you forward every mm-hmm. time. But so much of parents I just freak out. So yeah. what does that do? <laughs> you freak out with <laughs> being a parent or with no, your parents? No, with my parents. <laughs> with so parents. What's, what that yeah. usually is, is an old dynamic in your root mm. and you're, that you're trying to clear. And this, I wanted to mention this earlier. So this is so brilliant you did. Mm-hmm. I think the, the way it shows the brain is kind of like, you know, when your iPhone or your computer spins and it shows the rainbow mm-hmm. or it circles. Yes we have something happen to us, a situation that we didn't prefer or agree with and we could be two or 20 or 40 or whatever age, it's like a little sliver or there's an input that happens in the brain and then it needs to finish the cycle. We call it being at six o'clock. It's kind of at the bottom you're thinking of a round Mm. clock and it needs to swing back up and clear or if it's a splinter it goes in and then it needs to be pulled out yeah and we never we didn't let anything conclude when we were little our parents weren't allowed to cry do what they needed grandparents weren't because we were about blood sweat and tears so there's all these scenarios in our brain that never got to be plucked back out and healed so even when someone gets let's say sexually attacked or anything happens or has a bad date or gets yelled out by a loved one or whatever happens that we can clear that, you know, but it's usually the memory of it and we go back and ruminate or the time that it's still buried or we bury stuff over it, that's, the, that's really what gets us. It's not the event, it's that the event got buried, we put walls around it or mm. rub around it like a blister and then the water and our thoughts had to go around that and then we matured and there's more layers it's like blankets and blankets over a little blister or a little um, pinprick that got really big and irritated. So I'm big on going, and this is what happens in reading it goes to the root and it just pulls it, kind of goes back and goes, you've been upset about this because when you were six, for six months, your best friend was, you know, hit you every time you went in the bedroom to play dolls and you never told anyone. And then now you cry when you see that in a movie. And that could be from a scenario that happened for a season in your life that you just never got Mm. to go back and mourn that, you know, kind of mourn your younger self. So we teach a lot. What we do with our companies is go back and then be a bigger sister to your younger self, get the help you need. I think in these times we have so much good spiritual help and we know it's so great to be vulnerable and to be real and we're in a truthful time now. So it's not about information anymore. It's about action. It's really, I think, this Aquarian age or this power of she age. So just go and act on it like... You know, oh shit, I'm awful at this piece. So I need to like address it because it keeps coming up in my day or like my boss says it and my partner says it or my children say it and then a teacher says it. You know, Mm -hmm. wherever you are in your life, you get the signs repeatedly and then it will either rub against your blister or against your, you know, little thorn or you'll go, now I can clear it. This is helping pull it up and remove it. So I think in this time of action, we're all choosing one way or another. We're either gonna be proactive like you guys are doing in this, really share and how can we help heal or we're going to try to bury our head more in the sand and it's just going to get rougher that's what we're seeing in our politics and in our healthcare system and in our on our earth and we've buried Mm. things for and it's just like where do you bury them like the trash is now all over the place, mm. even in our own brain. Yeah. How would someone heal themselves? Like if they had the blister. How they have would to they face heal it? it. They have to yeah. be re- the first step I think is being honest. Like, oh my gosh, I suck at that. Or oh my gosh, I finally realized I've had this pattern for 35 years. Or oh my gosh, I drink too much alcohol because I'm covering up this. So let's uncover this. Mm. Once you get what's underneath, you pop, you clear it like no one's business. And the times we're in, it shows we're all clearing out our closet. So that can be the closet in our brain, our memory, it could be the closet in our bedroom be our junk drawer it can be our old patterning whatever whatever it is we need clearing out everyone's cleaning and clearing and we need to pause and do it and it stinks to do it on a weekend it could be the trunk of your car it could be your garage but that's what that's what's action that's an action-based let me clear this out and then let me have a new intention maybe for two decades I did it this way I want to now do it another way I like how she does it he does it I admire this person you know, so I'm going to learn from them how to do Mm. it. And we're so connected. We just become one when we do in such a good way, kind of at a side by side thing versus I'm going to do it and then conquer her or him. We're big on conquering and that's left brain again. And it's primal, it's old way. And we have not got the memo that the now is actually so peaceful and evolved and thriving. No one should be hungry anymore. We all know how to feed one another and we're choosing instead to make other choices with our money or whatnot instead of helping one another. We've really lost that right brain, connective, feminine, motherly, mm, yeah. sisterly side. that it got lost a long time ago, so understandable. You
1: know, for something as big as what's going on in the political climate, and in other what spheres. Yeah, what do you mean? <laughs> and but also like, you know, I'm thinking of like my own like family yeah. unit. I'm like, yeah, how do you and like our parents' generation, how yeah. do you not wake them up? But yeah, you know, you say like they just have to face it. Yeah. What if they So if you don't face things? No. <laughs> I know. So
0: if we face, if the eye faces it, others will follow. It's it's literally mm. like we're the center stone and then those rings come out. So that's big. And then the other thing that helps a lot. So you just do it for yourself. Yeah, We can't change anyone mm-hmm. else. And we're so used to going outer and yeah. trying to control our environment. That's left brain. If I do this better, if I look a certain way, or if I control he or she or my home mm-hmm. or my outfit, then it's all gonna work out. That's all outside the body and we're now internal. So anything that we can do is huge. And you'll really start to face yourself. Like you'll notice the eye of, oh my gosh, I'm spending a lot of time with myself. I have this silly habit. Let's break it. Or... Wow, I'm good at this. Why am I not doing this for work, you know, mm-hmm. or whatever? Like you start to witness yourself. That's one thing that happens. But the big thing for family and friends and just everything around us is to visualize the person when they're either 13 or 5. That is saved. That used to come in in readings probably 4 or 5 years ago and I started doing it. Ooh. Saved. And think it's second chakra and first chakra in those terms. So, I've looked at mom and dad when they were 5 and 13. I've looked at people I've caught abusing kids when they were five and 13. Try it. A boss you don't like, someone at work you don't like, someone on the media you do not prefer. I've done it with celebrity. That's hard for me having children being like, oh my gosh, I these body imageries and what what we're celebrating to me looks so circusy right now. Mm-hmm. So, right? It really is kind of grotesque. It's if you insane. step back, it's, it's insane. crazy, it's You're another. like,
2: are you computer generated? Or are you well, real? see, I think that's
0: what ended up happening,
2: to I be honest with you. I agree. Yeah.
0: A lot of it became off video games or off yeah, virtual like, reality or it's- Kardashians. Yeah. It's, everyone looks like Bratz dolls. It really well said. And they kind of are- acting 100%. like brat stalls and so then we have the next generation coming in and, and it's one of those things where people like ignore it I'm like but we're you know I didn't breastfeed my children all these years to put them in society where there's gun violence and there's this yes. it's very pornographic and I'm like I am about to have a boy with a ton of hormones you know if this oh, is all free on the internet he's gonna find that it would crush me it's hard because we just did the what talk do do? with 10 moms where we had it we hired a Beautiful woman to come in and tell them about the birds and the bees, social media, how to treat a girl, what's going on in a girl's body, Good. childbirth. So we do our part. Mm. We do. And it does play, it's a huge impact because what happens in the internal family is really big. Um, but I also feel for a lot of single parents, or parents who don't have access to that. That's another thing. So what's accessible right now is very junior high second chakra. So you can think, okay, what are they like when they're 13, even if they're 19 now or 30 acting like they're 13, they usually get caught between age mm-hmm. eight and 13 where something broke in them and they're still coming from that place. And I'll say it now because you mentioned the Kardashians. There's an old story and I think Kim Kardashian told it about. She caught her mom, her dad being unkind to her mom. And then of course, what ended up happening with Caitlyn Jenner, all love, but there's just things that happened that the girls saw and they, that, under the rug. So a lot of them are coming from these old pains mm. and then you put hormones in and then the agency of a woman still is our body. So then there's the soup and then we celebrate it and it's exploited. And then people are actually following it for whatever reason. And it's just really, it's really Mm. fascinating to watch. So, but then you think back to when they were all five, including Caitlyn Jenner, Christian or Kim Kardashian. And you'll start to feel different when you think of these cute kids. What did they witness in their parents who drank too much or were cheating or whatever? You just start to see the cycle of life and blame no one, but want to include everyone. Mm. Like this is a responsibility of us all. And then no one becomes separate. And I think what happens, we don't realize is we are manifesting, creating thoughts constantly. I know it's becoming so common, but whatever we think becomes. So if we're ruminating or thinking about that, we'll actually draw them to us. So you either run into a moment of party, especially in LA, right? Or you'll Mm -hmm. see more of them. And I think once we can say, we see them now that they were five, we're going to make a choice not to pay attention to them. That way we're going to send them love, but we're not going to get in this kind of pony show Mm -hmm. you'll notice that they'll get less energy and your life will gain more energy so sometimes seeing them when they're little helps us not be fascinated anymore Mm -hmm. and let go which then takes the power and focus elsewhere it really works Mm -hmm. it's just a form of like kind of tricking the mind but it really works love that yeah everyone wins there too yeah it's beautiful your body relaxes a lot too that's important i can
1: imagine that the body holds so much memory (sighs) like the tension like The body holds what we tell it to hold.
0: So just food for thought, about every 20, 30 days, we're a whole new body, we don't realize it, our cells turn over. Mm. But where our brain keeps patterning the same, so then the stem of the back of the brain, the stem part is what tells the body what to do. So I teach a lot about breath work, and people are like, why do we care? I'm like, because if you breathe deeper in your lungs, it flushes your midbrain. So, And that definition is creating a new memory from an old event, so you clear patterning. You stop looking at the Kardashians because you're just breathing deeper and go, well, what do I want instead? What do I want to mm. do instead with my day or my two hours or whatever it is? But the stem of the brain tells the body what to do. So if we're in fight or flight, which is right above the same stem and next to the, you know, kind of below midbrain, mid brain next to the amygdala. Sorry to be so brainiac, but I just want everyone to know yeah. it's so one-on-one this and we all good. have it, it's right? Good. We're all human and we all have it in ourselves. If we're kind of in fight or flight or judging another or comparing, then we're back there. And then the body thinks you're in fight or flight or flee, almost like, you know, mm. a Kardashian or a Jenner is getting more money and I'm going to get less or they're prettier or whatever it is. Or do I need to mutilate my own body? or Whatever it is we're thinking about creates fear or stress. And then our body, the stem of the brain tells the rest of your body, you're in fight or flight right now. So we freeze up, tense, mm. release cortisol, adrenaline. And you. this is something I did not realize for so long. A woman's adrenals are so much smaller than a man's. and We're in such a man's world trying to catch up. It's why we're all breaking down or one of the many reasons because we can't catch up you know, and if you look at a lot wow. of these women, they are very masculine. And I don't just mean the family, but a lot of women out in the media had to get extra tough and masculine and strong. And internally it's breaking their body down. And then when we talk about a Kardashian, lastly, it's last time I mention their name, but then they can't birth the third child or they have the preeclampsia all those things happen from stress in the body mm. so it's just very connected wow and if one of them or all of them listen to your podcast and get upset we I send do. you all love yeah no they, yeah, yeah. I I mean, all love all, but, to them.
1: but actually you you describing all of that makes me have a lot of compassion like exactly. I just like you think of them and what they've seen and like yeah. what they've been through I yep. really do have a lot of compassion yep.
0: yep and once we have compassion we send them love and we move on the brain's yeah. kind of done Remember how we talked about
1: earlier spinning?
0: Yeah, like there's a thorn in my side and that might be something Mm. I see on TV. Now you just pulled the thorn, all love, and all of a sudden you freed so much energy in your body to go do something else. Mm. And then you reduce cortisol, insulin, all that, and you can eat more and you're losing weight. I mean, it just brings you back to your own life and your own joy and your own freedom, which I'm so big on because I think we really need to enjoy this beautiful thing we have for life, for our body. It's really incredible. So anyway, it's when we hop out that things go awry. What are your thoughts on dreams? I love this question. Mm -hmm. The way it always showed it in readings and what I saw is there's different types of dreams. Cool. Truthfully. And there's a great website called dreammoods.com. Have you guys ever seen that one? It's the best because you can dissect a dream I've never seen one better. There might be a good one out now, but I I don't think so. And you can say like, you know, there was a tiger in your dream, a lobster, water, and a house and you can look it up and get to know. But a lot of people think they have um, intuitive dreams or they have a dream about an ex or something and then they think I need to call him. Mine are haunted houses. Haunted houses. That's fascinating. (gasps) I love that you have haunted houses because I have a feeling a lot of that has to do with your brain and psyche. And home is big and foundation in your inner world, mm. but it can also be on, Did you do you feel safe and secure now or did you when you were younger? Mm. There's a lot of different reasons for houses, but you should look it up on dreams because I, I guarantee it'll you. answer it so much better than I am doing. But I think what happens a lot, the way it shows it is, dreams are great for information mm. and the way that we remember information is by familiar objects. So it can be like, a celebrity comes in your dream or a grandparent. And yeah, they might be visiting you, but often that's just the way that your brain, you're going to remember when you wake up what they said or what they showed is more important than the icon
2: Mm. of what
0: it is. And, you know, it's not like, oh, I need to marry Leonardo DiCaprio because he came in my dream last night. You know, I I think it's usually just that's the vehicle with which our brain will then remember whatever was said or what happened in the dream. Mm. So it shows the brain flushes the day and the week and picking up in things we don't even realize, but also brings mm. forth the inner voice in a way we'll remember in the morning. And wow. it shows that a lot. So I would pay attention to your dream. And then so there's you learn through, if you ever stay dreams, you see that there's a constant, like if there's water, that usually is your emotional state. That's
2: me, water always. Mm.
0: I'm not surprised. You're very aware. And I think your, your EQ, your emotional mm-hmm. intelligence is higher than you realize. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what your brain's trying to tell you how your emotional state is by mm-hmm. the water. Sharks. So it's out. It's funny you say that. I've had that too. Really? You should look up sharks and dream moods. Always sharks. I'm not surprised. And snakes. snakes. Look up why. There's a couple key reasons why both of those. And some of it can be fear, some of it can be old illusion, but some of it can be that you're bravely stepping forward, knowing you're putting yourself out there doing this podcast and we're Mm. talking in real time. That's not easy. I mean, that took me a while to adjust to of like really we're saying it right here, right now. Yeah. Yeah. And being okay with that. There's a lot of energy that's like a shark. In today's world so much or like a snake but just if you can remember once you're age about 25 the front of your brain is in its full maturity and just take the front of your brain and go no one's gonna get me like I see you whoever it is there's really no enemy and once you move through that you will sleep so peaceful and I think the sharks go away Mm -hmm. I started when I came forward as an intuitive psychic, there was a period where even people from our churches and our town and whatnot were pretty aggressive at me. And it shocked me. I had two young children at the time or one yeah, at the What time. did they do? Oh, that's,
1: that's crazy. Oh, yes.
0: Well, psychic ability or intuitive ability to many not, is, no. yeah, the devil or it's evil. But the funny thing is, it's all over the Bible. It's what the three wise men represent. Oh, yes. I'm not saying we're three wise men, but we sure can be. But that's, we are. And I think yeah. every human is everything that's in the Bible, right? Every kind of state in the Bible and... Jesus used to come in at the beginning of my readings. He still does, if the, especially mm. if the person believes in Jesus, but he always comes in as a brother, never as a savior. And even the first icon he showed was the Last Supper painting, but he's not in the middle. He, he was to the far right. And he was kind of like, there's so many other. And he showed it at that time, it looked like Kuan Yin. It looked like a gorgeous Indian woman from back in the day. And it looked like A Buddha, Mm. he kind of showed there's one, it's just energy and we come through all different forms and one's not better than the other. And he did show he didn't have pale skin. And I never said that because that's so antagonistic. I would never talk to someone about their religion. It's so personal. And usually it's personal because it reminds them of Mm. their family. And I just don't want to take that away from anyone, but just food for thought, the icons we've placed in religion are so untrue, built on man or king or a lot of fear. And I think what it mostly was is people in power are very scared of those who had high intuition. Mm. Of course, so then it became bad or a sin.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I can't remember why at the point I brought that up, but oh, just forgiving. There are a lot of sharks, and then I was <laughs> pure shark blood. You can tell. I mean, I'm more shy than anyone realizes. So you probably could tell my voice wavering rab- at times, especially at the beginning. I'm very honest about it, but truthfully, I just had to start becoming. I never wanted to become a shark, so I started visualizing being a dolphin. <coughs> And sharks adore dolphins. So maybe Mm. switch that for yourself. Sometimes when you get an icon in a dream, just ask for another one. That's really cool. Yeah. It's usually what we believe in that comes up because it's kind of our subconscious Mm. or part of our brain. I have my haunted house
2: dreams, but now I call my angels to me brilliant yeah so that's now brilliant. my angels come and they protect me yeah so I'm in there and then I'm like yeah Michael come oh, protect Michael, me
0: right so Yeah, that happens yeah so the way it shows that's such a molecular shift you did in your body mm-hmm. that soon you might not have to ever get to on a house and then call in an yeah. angel you'll kind of clear it before you need all that does that Would make sense that. to you mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. just food for thought we think and this is what I had to clear we think especially as women something bad has to happen we all got taught to fear, flee, and be saved in some form or another, And we kind of accidentally go back to that model, even though that's an old pattern, if that makes sense to you, because that's where we're comfortable. So it took me a long time. Even those who know me know last year, I really had to clear out drama with my mom, who I adore. It's just tough relationship, but I kept, I think I was kind of an addict to it. Do you think it's the toughest relationship? If you don't have a healthy mother, yes. Yeah, I I think the power of the mother in the home is huge and we Huge. people undervalue it and our mothers were so repressed and some made it through and I think many did not so they're really young
1: if mm, that makes they're sense very
0: young because very they're stuck they never got to flush Aww. and clear their emotions so they're stuck in very young ages mm, yeah. oh it's gosh, sad and then yes. you're a child needing protection and it's not in the house and that was my experience and I'm like oh wow. my goodness wow. I mean who's running the ship that's
1: really interesting yeah so I food feel for like. thought
0: and that's why you have haunted house imagery and snakes and Sharks, food for thought, because since you were a little girl, there was fear. And I really get that. That's very real. And I think in today's world, we're too masculine still, even in our theories. So men and even like psychology and certain things, it's so left brain, it doesn't really get to the heart of why we'd have that. Mm. I think we're too masculine. We really don't bring in the right side of the brain of just let the person cry or keep thinking it out. We don't have to intellectualize it. It just was an experience that needs flushing. Needs healing. Wow. Mm, and there's so stages much healing of healing. To be done. Yeah. And for yeah. you, so much healing to be done. you don't
2: need to go into too much detail. Right. I don't want you to feel uncomfortable, but what would you do? What would you suggest for someone to heal their mother relationship?
0: Right. So what I ended what up doing, do? cause, well, because I'm I being so Aquarian and intuitive, mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a tough one because we were just talking about this yesterday. I can kind of like, and I think just biologically, I lucked out with some good genes. So I can like, what's the right way to say Fake it till I make it or be okay. Even when because I'm too bendable, which isn't good because then you know I could drop dead down the road if that makes sense. So I think what's really important to kind of face. I know I'm trying not to make this a long answer.
1: No, it's fine. Got time? We got time. Good. Yeah, right.
0: To heal the mother element, I think we go back and need to mourn whatever age we felt this it started, or we remember it, or we felt sad about, or there was a breaking point. Wow. Let's say we're 16 and got kicked out of the house, or we were promiscuous and got caught, or there was a big argument. Yes. You can start wherever yes. you want as far back <laughs> as you can, things. all <laughs> those things. So remember we talked about 13 and five, I think 13, 14 is good to go back to because mm-hmm. by 16, you had a pretty strong sense of self. You're in your gut. So try to go back to junior high. Oh, it was okay then. And then try to go back to five and you're going to, most women are going to feel some things, men too, and then try to go back to four if you can remember it. The key that I didn't realize is that we're not going to remember it right. Especially at age four or five, because our brain's so yeah. young. So I got called out. I went to the East Coast, Was is the whole point of my story a minute ago. I went to the East Coast and got my tush, my ass kicked by this gentleman who does what's called TMD. His name's Peter Lauderhouse. for anyone interested. L O T T E R H O S. He's very East Coast, very masculine, but he grew up, under, his parents were both therapists, this is my opinion. Sorry, if Peter listens, he'll disagree with me probably. <laughs> but, um, but here's the point he went in and, like, really made me face myself. He does it in front of 10 people. And I felt shame. I think a lot of people did. It's like, it's embarrassing to get in front of the group and it's just so everyone can see themselves in you, but it's really demoralizing because you're, you know, for right. whatever reason, you're saying your story. And then he's like, for me, he's like, you know, that was a lie, don't you? I'm like, really I've never good point. those situations. No, they're not, but I remember it well. And that was kind of a part of it. But I think the part that was missing is in the emotional healing aspect, where then you know you need to cry or be comforted or hug. Like your nervous system needs it. It's not a little mm. girl or you're you you need that mm. to move through. Your your brain needs it. You know you can't go back to a trauma and like rip it out. Very left brain. You got to bring in the right brain and and have the nurturing. Where someone like uh, I think it's Van Vanceant who mm-hmm. I adore on. Oh, and she does it, or she goes in hard but then hugs. You know, it's that kind of thing. Yeah. So I think you do need a strong female aspect. I don't think he would feel okay. None of us would feel okay if he was hugging it up with us, you know, and that so don't blame him for that part. But that was key for me, was facing my old story, realizing it was my story and I was holding on to it. <laughs> Cause of course I wanted That's to blame. One. That's a good one. And then part B was then going and healing, like take it to the mat, rest kind of take the part B of then kind of now we've uncovered the wound. So then how do we air it out and let it heal and then go easy? I mean, it took me a year, a good year to really kind of go through the cycle of mourning, which you'll see in many books and structures. And I believe it, the four seasons are huge. I can usually tell if someone's healing appropriately, even from death or death of a marriage or death of a spouse or a parent, if at one year they're healthier, you know, the one year mark of like first Mm, holiday, first birthday, all that. But if it's the second year mark of the second birthday the second and they're not they're just not making progress where they're a little more mm-hmm. positive or feeling good they're wallowing in it just meaning they're they're not getting a little healthier or happier that's not how we're built we are built very resilient the brain flushes every see every spring anew you know if so if we're not there then we're usually stuck in an old spiral pattern and i wasn't you know every spring anew i wasn't always feeling great about mm-hmm. that mother relationship and then things would happen in the now that were so hurtful at times that I'd be like, oh, I feel like I'm about to go back five years, you know, before mm. doing that work. Meaning you th- I thought I was okay and then it'd be hard or I'd have another child and things would happen and then it would bring me back. And I was so tired of that. That's almost seasick, you know, where you feel you're good and then yeah. you're in another relationship that the same thing happened. You're like, I thought I broke up with that. So that's usually patterning and a lot of that goes back to her mother-father element. And then if no one wants to do any of this, just start opening your hips because open hips, open mind, we store a lot of old memory in our that. hips. So Good if word. anyone was ignoring everything else you just said, just understand really yoga. interesting. Or just sit in front of a TV show. And you can sit on pillows and crisscross. Uh, I mean, it can be in yoga, but it can be any way you feel comfortable doing it. It can be waiting in a car and like stretching, you know, putting your seat back before work and stretching your legs back and down, yeah. opening up the hip however you can. I sleep like that. I love that. I do too. <laughs> okay. oh, you're, so you're so good. You're releasing away.
2: But that's very she connected. She does it right now. Yeah, I always it. stand on my knees. Screw the sound. Do it. Yeah. Screw the sound.
0: <laughs> Look at you. But it really open up and you'll notice things will come from the back of the brain and that's where the fight or flight, you know, kind of is or it's below it. Wow. So food for thought. We're wow. so connected in the now. The body wants to heal. We're so organic. Yeah. We want to heal. The body does not want to hold this. It wants to be in the now. My head hurts. Yeah. Yep. Doesn't it? Does it Let's hurt? Let's not do. Okay, then maybe sit back up.
2: See, <laughs> no, you're like, on your knees. I'm which getting getting lots of
0: downloads. <laughs> I know, right? Just- <laughs> you could be. I wish. You could be. Oh, what is your self-care routine like? Like, what do you do to like keep yourself? I, I really believe self-care needs to be really simple right now and organic, mm. meaning really the key elements of water and air and light. For every human, so I really look. I was asked this a little bit ago. I honestly, when I usually open my eyes, and usually I get woken up by our cute now four-year-old, who no, says often no. it's a beautiful day. I mean, oh, it's hilarious. That, yeah, it's really girl. sweet boy, mm-hmm. really cute. He's hilarious, but but it's sometimes really early. Um, <laughs> but but I also I always find light first, you know, because usually it's daylight at least, or it's about to be. So I find light just because that's kind of memory and then i usually say something right for a deep breath and just kind of saying i'm grateful something because i really think that that grateful heart or grateful mind keeps everything going north because it's just life force or yeah. it's biology everyone look and then i make i usually do some of water on my eyes or drink a little water and i've tried to do all the different ones of hot water with lemon you mm-hmm. know have this first before having coffee i i just don't think that works 24/7 all your life. You know, I think there's phases. So right now I just try to stretch to be honest. And mm-hmm. then I try to get a little water and then I get protein. I need eggs and mm. peanut butter toast right now. Which oh, happens toast. Oh, isn't the best <laughs> best ever. The, it's
2: the it's
1: best everything ever. you need. I need. Really like, like, yeah. 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 yeah, I, I really agree. It's warm my last meal on earth. Yeah. Yeah. I really agree with, with honey. Oh. Everything. Oh. Mm-hmm. Some banana. Everything. oh it's so <laughs> good. <laughs>
0: And then I check, I don't check on the day right away, which I think is important for all people. Mm. I don't check on the phone. I do the night before sometimes. So Mm -hmm. I do, I'm prepared like tomorrow, you know, this starts happening at 7 a.m. or 9 Mm a.m., but I would recommend non screen right away because there's so much that has come in the night before. Let it kind of marinate, see what pops in. It's great for your nervous system too. Okay. To take even if it's 20 minutes before you start your day. And, and watch, it will bend time. Meaning people go, I don't have that. You do. If you literally just for 10 minutes breathe or take a shower or get your water and think of nothing, you'll go to your phone and be more efficient with your emails in your day anyway. That is so true. It's true. It makes time more meaningful so and then you have a lot of extra time. Mm-hmm. I got here 20, 25 minutes early, which is hilarious then to be okay. at the gate. No, but the, right. But- but that's because us. of this. No, no, no. In a good way. Oh, I loved it because then I could breathe and oh, I yeah, love any time. Don't God. you worry. But my point is for the busier I've gotten, the more I've been in time and there's a parking spot right in front of your place. Oh, really? Which is never, did not seem that, that wide never open.
1: never No, that Happens. makes me see, right? So yeah. wow. that was why
0: I needed to get there at that moment or otherwise I would have been probably 40 wow. minutes late, right? That's what I was happens. worried. I was actually
1: sweating about that. I I was know, like, right front. Oh. And
0: it was a really wide space. I'm like, did like the hugest, you know, wow. old school van just leave? It makes me so happy. That's and amazing. That you happy. And I even u <laughs> turned to go in. Yeah, but that's what happens. That's what this is. You get really connected to everything. So then time helps you. Or time's more gummy or supported. Mm. Wow. We call
1: it bending time or angel parking. But
0: <sighs> yeah, Can it you works so.
1: Talk to us about intuitive meditation. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. You are so sweet. Yeah. So When I came out, it was the third time I came forward because I kept going back to wanting to be a stay-at-home mom. And I was told from different healers, you can't if it's in your chart or it's in your destiny. all these different things, if you shy away you guys will be stripped you know mostly financially and it happened (laughs) the third time it happened I'm like oh my gosh my husband lost his job at ESPN Mm. which I saw about a month before it was going to happen and I don't you tell I believe I did and I even showed him I I said which I usually don't because we want everyone to be who they are especially of course darling partners but I did say it shows that your director is saying this about you so maybe can you try to shift that because we'd love for you to keep your job and I don't think you believe me and then he came home and the they said exactly that sentence. No. And I was like, oh, and we just birthed our third child. He was four months at the time. So literally, and mm-hmm. some people have heard this story. We had about a month till he was saying goodbye on air. He's such a great broadcaster. He'd been doing it like 18 years, not at ESPN, but different places. Anyway, mm-hmm. so I I kind of said, fate, show me where you want me. And one week later that day, I was in Gwyneth Paltrow's house giving her a reading mm-hmm. and no advertising. And there were two darling Firestone sisters that had become friends who did the reading who led me to one of their best friends who worked for Gwen, with Gwyneth. So it was just beautifully organic. But the point is that I'm out in the media and I'd, I'd worked with a lot of celebrity. I was pretty quiet about it to that point. And then we did the article with Coop and then it started rolling, which I'm so grateful for, but I was not ready from being literally at home in a cocoon with Whoa. three littles, having a great time in our little ocean town to being out publicly. So I I took all that energy and started I Am, which is intuitive meditation. Also, because I had been doing reading so long at that point, about eight years, I think, that I knew what people did need that we were very stuck in our first two energy centers and we were raising kids and we were being in our place. But, and this was before the times of a course and all that, but I knew that was coming and we needed support in the right side of our brain and to balance our energy centers. So we created I Am Intuitive Meditation and then it's based on the I Am's I Am. And there's about four for every energy center and it is silent meditation and I just get people in. And then we go into quiet and we show them how to open up the front of their mind and it works. And it's simple and it's a Technically, I guess a form of Vedic meditation for those that learn meditation, but it's not just sit and do it. we give a few cues, give a sang or mantra, and in you go and it really works, and I do longer clearing ones and rooting ones for those that really understand it and are ready for more or less, meaning they want to clear out so then it that just took off, and it really works brilliantly. We just did an e course last week because the book oh. is tough. it's a long book if you guys haven't read it yet and I know it is, but it's it. thorough. I know, it's great, it's good. it's good. It's such a good book, but it's not exactly what everyone wants right now. They want People growing up with Cliff Notes, come you know, on. Well said, on. I know. <laughs> read, a <book. laughs> read a book. Because it opens you up physically, Absolutely. then emotionally, then yes. mentally and spiritually. And you'll be so intuitive. Absolutely. It cleans you right out. So that's the meditations. And then at one point I wanted to sign because I was exhausted. I'd been doing it probably five or six months and I literally was driving Lincoln the opposite way in traffic to go to Santa Monica a dear friend, Sarah Brokaw, was giving a talk and Deepak Chopra's daughter mm-hmm. was well, giving lovely. the talk. She's yeah. so lovely. Mm-hmm. She, glad you guys met her. She. Mm-hmm. And I literally, I wanted to support her. I'd given the talk week before and I said, I want to support her. And I'm driving and I'm like, I'm exhausted. Look, and I was looking up at the sky, dead stop traffic. And I'm like, please give me a sign, Fates. God, all one, please. And I get there and she opens it up with, we're going to do an I am meditation. And I'm like, all right, I got it. And she does it a different way. And it was Deepak's, Deepak did that. And then flash forward a couple years later, Deepak wrote the quote for the front of Mm -hmm. the book. So it's not even through she, through Harper. So it's just funny how it all worked but it just was a sign that this was the right way to go. And so they're really simple three to five minute meditations and they work. And then they're Ugh. slowing down the breath techniques. So we have great bracelets and simple things to use with your hands to get you in fast. Love that. And it
2: works. Yeah. Do you do it on their site? Can people find them? Yeah. So we have,
0: you're so sweet. So the e-course I think is going to be the new favorite, which okay. we'll launch that. I think it'll be out in about four to six weeks. But great. yeah, they can go to I am for intuitive and see some of it.
1: Wow. Great. We're I am I am for intuitive meditation. Wow.
2: Yeah. This I is download topic. It down. but Please, I, I love this. What's like something <laughs> really amazing. crazy? That comes in? Like one time oh, no. when you were at a grocery store and you got a crazy download. Oh, like what's a crazy well, download the story? The craziest
0: for me, and I literally was like, was well, I abused as a kid? Because why do I get this? <laughs> but the craziest <laughs> are still. <laughs> I still get a lot with kids and own adults oh. too. I do. So I can be behind someone at Whole Foods or Traders or anywhere and- know that that grandfather is abusing that little girl or like what's going on and then how to handle it. Like I mentioned earlier, cause if you give them a dirty look, they're just going to abuse more. So how to give them love, but let them know you see them. Cause that's what everyone's <gasps> looking for is to be seen and wow. heard in some form. Yeah. I know it sounds twisted, but that's what the root of that all is yes. to feel. So if they feel we care, this is where all humans can do a better job of caring about one another, there'll be a lot less violence. We don't realize that we ignore people at the grocery store and whatnot. And Mm -hmm. if they were ignored all their life, it's just another chip in their ring, you know, and then they go drink more, abuse more, hurt more, whatever it is. And that's what we're seeing with the gun violence 110% now. Um, But that's funny. But there's funny, crazy downloads. Like, you know, hand that person at the grocery store, hand that person that bread or, you know, say to them, I hope you're having a splendid day. And they're like, splendid was my word from God this morning in prayer. You know, there's a lot of that funny stuff or I'll be somewhere and walk in and say something and the person's like, that person just said that and you weren't here. You know, so those are funny downloads. They're just all fun and funny to be honest. Mm -hmm. And the the bottom line is how to connect. Um, There've been so many. I, I don't even know. That's amazing. What, what is it like connecting so, You'll get
1: them. And, They're coming. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think we do get them. You do
0: get them. I get them. Yeah.
1: Yeah. What what is it yeah. like connecting with your kids in this way?
0: Good one. This is such a good one. It is so fun and makes parenting e- so much easier in many ways because when you connect with your kids, you realize they're little humans that came through you and you're mm. just here to guide them. I really don't think there's a such thing as parenting completely the way we think there is. I mean, we have a I pre- love that. Present Parent. Yeah, no, they are the seed. You just water them with eye contact, little fun touch, some good laughs, and they become who they are. Oh. And that's what we do with our all three. Now that's I'll tell amazing. you, it's so fun, but it's funny because even earlier today though, our oldest who is such an Aquarian and he's so darling- and he's a lot like my husband and I, so we know how to parent, we know how to mm. guide him the way we weren't in ways all love, but it's not easy to raise an Aquarian as some people know, because they're so free thinking and imaginative and innovative and wise by on mm. their ears in some ways, and then not because they're way over their skis. You know, um, They can be a little floaty at times, but they love group. Anyway, um, our son was in a group and ended up saying something unkind to a classmate. And he was truthful about it. And thank goodness the mom came and said it, Ty, but he's writing a a apology letter right now as we speak. So we hold him accountable for his actions, but there's no shame and there's room for lesson. And that's where being intuitive and all for all of us are just pausing and really seeing them for who they are, not who we are or who we think they should be. That's the old patterning again. A lot of people think they're parenting away from their parents, but they're doing the exact same thing Mm. or they're controlling their kids. Thinking the kids are theirs. So how did you have him write that letter without shaming him? So we literally, so the mom who's a dear, she's a a really neat person and and dear to me. We've known her for years. She told me today, she even knew, she's like, I want you to know that this was said. And I said, thank you so much. And she's like, it can be dinner table talk. And I said, thank you. And then I was home for a couple hours before coming here about an hour and a half. And I just said to him, you know, Abe's, I was told this went on, you know, what do you want to say about this? You know, or what, yeah, that's how I said it. Not what you think at that point. And he looked at me and knows. And because of, I think the nurturing and the early hugging and the being there and playing, we have such a trust in one another that he knew. And he said, mom, I did. I wasn't the first one to say it, but I did. And I looked up and said, we both know that it's not about what anyone else said or did. It's about you because he's 11, second chakra. He has to take responsibility for his action. And he said, I know said, so you're going to be writing an apology letter. And there's two weeks he has a little phone to walk around town, the farmers and all that. It's like all the stuff off of it, but he can at least text us and said, that's gone for 14 days. I mean, we do hold agreements because that was always what it was going to be. And he said, okay. And then we have a, we an I'm sorry letter that we teach for the present program. And he's seen it when he, we teach it to the kids. He's never had to use it. So I'm like, you'll be saying, I'm sorry. And the letter, you guys would love it. It's on my phone right now. It says, dear, so, so, I am sorry for... You might be feeling this. I was feeling this, you know, and that's you do mm. not have to accept my apology. And then in the future, I will do this or, or my agreement is, is actually how we do it. We don't say mm. future. And then, and the child doesn't have to accept it on the other side. So we're leaving room for everyone to feel what they feel. And of course he's like, oh, mom, I know. I know. He goes, okay, I will. I mean, he just said, oh, mom, like, shoot, I have to do this, it's going to be embarrassing. I said, you do? He said, okay. And that was the end of the story. And then he mm. was reading at the time he was doing his homework and I just let him go back. And that's the big thing to nip of our generation is not getting mad, not boating that we were upset because a boy did that to us or a girl or our mom spanked us or whatever. It's just staying in your body in the moment. And then you don't shame because you're not like, yeah. cause they can read in the eyes and the face and the tone. You know, if you're like, I'm really, you know, you yeah. can say something, but you're, base or your tone's
1: different. It's like they, your you know, presence is keeping them present so yes, they're not they're so intuitive. Yeah. yeah. too far ahead. I exactly. just remember like fearing like, fight oh or flight. God, so you're going to take this away from me and I'm, I'm grounded now so I'm not going to be able to do this and yeah. I hate you because of this. Mm-hmm. Like it was... Yep. It's, and also like the forcing of feelings on kids. Exactly. It's crazy. Mm. Our own shame and embarrassment is all that is. So
0: true. Of course. Because it's not fun. And I'm teaching the present program. And our daughter, who's our middle child, so Pisces is a dream. She's gets straight A. I mean, our oldest gets great, grades too, but she's just always listening, always doing what she's told. A beautiful friend, zero drama. And mm. so it's just funny sometimes that our older one is like, oh my goodness, he is so testing because he's like us and we wanted to be free and we weren't free. We got shame. So how totally. to hold the space. But that takes practice of going to yoga in the morning, making sure you're fully fed. And the readings all the time for a lot of parents, I'm like, you're hungry. That's why you're annoyed at your kid. Wow. It has nothing to do with the kid. You are starving
1: or you only had coffee or you ate what too much they sugar. Do is they, California, they make, California
0: vibes. Cal- they, well, nation, yeah. California true. vibes. They make That's, the
1: breakfast for the kids. They... How yeah. many times did my mom never eat? Same. They'd be eating the leftovers or yep. she, I would see a sandwich from like earlier in the day. I'm like, what? How no. did you not eat today? I know. Wow. You know, it's just yeah. like feeding the kids. Like that yep. is what they do. They serve their children. And I'm like, no. And please you take care well. of yourself. You say it well. Because we serve.
0: It. We do. And we need them to be mm. so present. And it's the gut is so connected to the brain. And we're really seeing that. It's yes. so connected in how we act and I then don't. how we think and then... Our moods, our depression, our anxieties—all yes, yes, those so yes. connected. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so that's key there. But and I will say a mis- a disclaimer: some people don't believe in taking things away from kids, but I believe once they're nine or ten, it's an agreement and there's a consequence. So mm-hmm. that's why he that was removed from them. I didn't remove. I know, we don't remove that from a four year old because if you take their car away, that they don't understand. That's still their identity when they're two, three, four. Mm-hmm. So it's different when they're when you're parenting under five. Just food okay. for thought because they think they're that car. So if you take it away,
1: (laughs) you know, it's over.
0: But some people believe don't ever take anything away. That's a whole eco-parent and different. So it's whatever you feel in your gut and that's for you and your partner to decide, but it really is kind and calm Mm -hmm. because we think we're teaching them at nine o'clock at night or, you know, at Christmas time or a holiday or whenever, but it's 24 seven. So it's the moments when they're breaking open that I think are so important that we stay calm. You know, because it's not fun. It's not fun having the boy that doesn't always listen and does that kind of yeah. stuff. If that makes sense. So it's just wow. still seeing them as their own person and that, that's not a reflection of us. And that's hard to break in our generation, in our now, we think. Mm. What a friend does or a mate or a mm. child is so ref- us and that's very egoic. Wow. Once you're in the heart, you're, it's all freedom. So someone can do a lot and you can still forgive. And that's even a child, if that makes sense. Because you just start yes. to notice, While wow, I'm starting to get triggered. My sweet husband was more like, you know, I could see in his eyes because he's very big on you don't treat a girl that way. And Aww. I just knew, like, I'll give him a minute. And it's so sweet mm-hmm. and commendable. And our, my husband was a lot like our son. Mm. So I could tell some I of that was his own thing. shame yeah. or embarrassment. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that's at times too where you're almost like, I'll take this mm-hmm. one because, you know, you're mm-hmm. feeling it. And that's yeah. where it's nice to have a partner in any form or yes. someone who's a single parent or whatever to hopefully have a brother or sister or best mm-hmm. friend that could come in and be auntie or uncle in these moments, I think is powerful. Mm. You really understand as all we're not perfect and we're not always going to have it. There are times where my husband has to take it and I'm like, I'm going to go in the other room. Wow. <laughs> so, and I'm very calm. So I'm just kind of know, will you handle this one? Because I'm starting to get frustrated or triggered. Wow. And it's just good to know that. Yeah. yeah. We think it's as a parent, we know it all. It's funny what we think of an adulthood or parenting. I like know. you click in, you're like, you have this newborn thing that you right. have no idea. Yeah. You wow. know, as you go. Anyway. That was long
1: if you have to no, know. No, that was beautiful. Okay, okay. Right. okay, one
0: of the
2: last few questions Thanks. for me. So we are, you know, almost 30 podcasts about the transition from 20s to 30s. Yes. Can you talk about that like spiritually and yes. like Saturn retrograde? Like what's happening?
0: I love this. This I think you guys are so are really on. great at what
1: we do. You are so <laughs> great at what you do. Are you kidding? <laughs> We're so excited to come. <laughs> Look at this girl on her knees. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're better on her knees. Smiling, looking up. I love it. No, you
0: really are good at what you do. And that transition to 30, I think some people might be thinking about, their first kids or have their first kids. Some Mm. will not, some could be far away. I was 32 when we had our first. I mean, I loved it. That was the exact age I wanted to be. But um, I think turning 30 is huge when you think in energy center terms, you're really in your heart, coming out of your heart, speaking your truth. This is not a 40 year old thing to speak your truth. By 40, you don't care anymore. But Mm. I think at 30, it's really important that you start speaking your truth, getting what you need off your chest, imperative. Even if you journal it at first, because mm. getting off your chest is brief. And we talk a lot about the soul and gut being brevity, being brief. So if you're a lot of women and men say, I'm, I was truthful. I'm like, you talked for 10 minutes. There was like, the first sentence was probably truthful or the third, but then LOL. you got your amygdala.
1: That's right? so funny. Wow, that's right? LOL. Yeah. I hear
2: that a lot of times. when people talk you? I'm like, could have uh, dropped it right there. Exactly. I literally hear it. And I'm like, could have cut it right there. Can't
0: you tell where it
2: goes yes, south? You're like, course. and
0: there it was. Literally. <laughs> and you just like, buried it. You buried yes. the lead. You it. Right? <laughs> So that's key. And so it's huge going into 30 of like really saying to yourself, what am I, what's truthful for me or what do I feel I need to say here? And then remember that older sister, younger sister of like your wise part of your brain, the front of the brain is the wise part and the back is the younger self or the scared part mm. and make sure the, what, the front of your mind is taking the lead and kind of goes, what do we think sister? Or what do we think? Like I say, Jilly, sometimes like, Jilly, what are we thinking about this? Because if I'm feeling nervous or upset, that's mm. usually something old. And then, when I clear that, then you're back on your feet, and then you can speak your truth or say, You know what, dear friends, I can't go tonight. I hate counseling, but I have to. It's more really, What is the truth of the matter for you? Are you tired? Do you not want to go on that vacation? Do you want to drop everything and go on a vacation? And not where you hurt anyone or flake on anyone, but really understanding good friends will be good friends and always have your back. And family, if they don't, that's on them because that means they have an expectation. Really unattaching is huge Mm -hmm. for turning 30. So that means letting go of attachments. There's a great adage from like third century, I think it's Zen that says, the way is not difficult for those not attached to preferences. Mm -hmm. And once you're about 27, that's where we all can be. The way is not difficult for those not attached to preferences. So if you're really like more easy breezy, it's good. Or you say, I'd like to do this, or I think I need to go on a vacation, not ever being a hundred percent attached to your opinion or your thing. Mm. Being flexible in the mind is very executive thinking in front of the brain. And your brain is literally now formed to do that. So don't be upset if you didn't do that when you were 16, we weren't ready to, or 10 or even 22. But when you're 30, like, I think you really start to understand that and that's a big one. And then um, I think also you really do connect to your spirit. And so really call in something has to be bigger than you. So we teach a lot about trust in the fifth energy center and it's trust in yourself first, which is so hard for women. So, so hard. And then trust in God and nature and all of it. And that because you're, it's actually all one, but we're just putting it where you really put the oxygen mask on yourself first. You know, Mm. when I was in my early 20s, I'd hear that on the airplane and go, I'd never do that. I'd put on the child or my friend or my mate first. Then when I hit 29, 30, I'm like, I see what they're saying when they say, put the oxygen mask on yourself first. That's not being selfish at all. That's really being able to give more, to be more, show up more. Mm-hmm. So the more truthful we are, the more others can be. And you will have a billion friends that way, to be honest, just meaning everyone will at least respect it. it you can agree to disagree easier when you're 30 because you don't have attachment. If they disagree, you're like, cool. Let's go get a sandwich or cool, nice to see you. And then you get that brevity going, and then all of a sudden you have three hours in your day, or you catch yourself staring at Instagram at the things that you despise, but you're just so attracted to it. And you go, wait a second, I'm not going to look at this anymore, you know, whatever it is. And we love to blame technology or blame, you know, the media or blame some celebrity, so but it's choice. And yeah. choice is big in the fifth energy center. Just choose to turn, put the phone down. It's your hand, you know, it's not the phone. It's our choice to grab the phone. It's our choice to not take that 10 minutes in the morning. It's our choice to keep it stay at that job. So being more fearless and know it works out. Love that, mm. right? Huge, speaking no the shame. truth
2: on attachment. Yep. So you have to be a, doing something bigger than you or attracted to something bigger than you.
0: Well, no, you wanna feel the support of something Simple. bigger than you. You don't have to do oh, something bigger was. than you. you want, yeah, you wanna thank you for clarifying. You wanna feel something's got your back because mm. it does. Totally. And that could be your God, angels, whatever, but stick to it, blue sky. Yeah. What changed my life was um, looking at Mother Mary and that's my old Catholicism probably somewhere in me, the blue sky is Mother Mary. Cause I really needed a mother, especially when I became one. Mm. And all of a sudden it, I was told, and I literally sent the prayer one night out or the thought like, I'd love to get to know Mother Mary better. And then there was she a gift. She went in the bathroom and did Bloody Mary. She did, exactly. <laughs> that's exactly what I did. <laughs> They're They're like, Next Bloody morning, Bloody <laughs> Mary. <laughs> <laughs> that was so well said I remember that. No. but it's just funny like a blue sky or something bigger mm. can help you out a bigger mm. tree then you can think that's got. you can be an atheist if you want but you have to know there's something bigger than you and that's age 30 you know there is you know you're that yeah. small human in front of the ocean mm-hmm. so and if you ever feel overwhelmed that's by choice and when you get that you're like sweet you can talk yourself off a ledge anytime your big sister mm. can be like listen knock it off you know and then you, you can laugh and move on wow Good one. Is that a good one? There. That That's a is
1: great so one. Yeah. Last one for me. Please. Kind of going back to your family. What is it like um, with your husband? Like, how was? How did that evolve? Uh, like, and how this did such he? Such a good question. Kind of like, yeah. I bet
0: it's magic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is magic, to be honest. I said earlier because I started, came out publicly with this later. That could have been a deal breaker. I mean, that could have been divorce. You know, unless he's he didn't marrying know a psychic. When you got he did. His favorite line is one great healer that we adore, Jennifer Freed, If everyone everyone should know Jennifer Freed, F-R-E-E-D. She's up in Montecito and she's an evolutionary astrologer. So she lets you know Mm. your chart. That was life-changing for me because I noticed your traits you just came in with, you know? So like some of my funny Aquarian traits or Pisces traits, I'm like, ain't changing them. And you just talk about being unattached. You just look at them like it's a page in my book. I have to work with it or try to clear it, but it's not my fault. You know, it, Mm it helps change a lot. Anyway, she was one, um, who said, you have to do this. And I finally agreed. And I, we were driving home from Santa Barbara and my husband looked at me, he's like, well, at least you'll start getting paid instead of getting trapped at dinner parties or he said <laughs> cocktail parties because he watched, you know, and this is the same yeah. with my grandparent and all that. So he was a huge supporter. And oh. I think I knew when I met, I mean, we knew when we met each other, we were just being different people and we never cheated. And I, I broke up with my for different reasons. And, and then we came right together and it's funny because what messed me up a little bit was my parents divorced. I didn't know I was 27. So I was so formative. And then I didn't know if I want oh, to get so married. Formative. Being so like, I can't wait to be married with children. So wow. it was crazy. But so I dated someone right after that all occurred, but we have a funny story because he's a broadcaster and there was a, pro athlete that I hung out with like for a little while who felt like a little brother to me. And so and then Mark, my husband, interviewed him on a show when I was listening to Mark, because I just love Mark, my husband now, as a good friend. And everyone thought we were going to have together. I'm like, no, he's like a brother. You should date him. And it was just was funny. So we had all this synchronicity happen. So a funny story goes that I you know, stop dating a pro to marry a broadcaster, which we weren't dating. He was hanging with like five to 10 girls at the time This a pro And now as my son they loves the sadly, as they do. But I mentioned that because I had that, that was a pattern for me is dating that type of guy that was like tall and magnetic and yeah. So my, and I did, it, we did it well. I know you did too. Mm-hmm. Right. And so to clear it, to really see my husband clearly, I almost needed that one last hurrah that way. It really yeah. worked magnificently and then I knew it was over. <laughs> That makes sense. Lindsay she just had simply, her last. Hurrah. She did had my last. This is why this is Damn,
1: okay. that's
0: true. That's why you asked that Damn, question. That's true. It is why. Damn, and that's I was, true. Well, I think no. I was thirty at that time. How funny! I was thirty. I'm thirty, and she had a baby at thirty-two. <laughs> right, I, <there's> <laughs> I did. I did. Oh, it's because this is time again. Once it happens, it's going to be I so clear. So I'd met my husband in two thousand and four. Then we officially started dating 2005, and then got married in 2006. Wow! Had a baby in 2007, and it is magic. I couldn't adore him more. And it's hard at times, especially being stripped. And we live in Manhattan Beach. We live in Manhattan Beach and whatnot, and mm. and we have forever. And it's hard, just to, but he is so profound. His grandfather was accused of being a communist. So his my my husband's mom is Jewish. Her, his dad is kind of Catholic, but I swear they're both kind of atheist. Like, and I love them. My in-laws, they're mm. so magnificent. I adore them. And anyway, point is, my, um, my husband's parents, or my husband's grandparents, my grandparents lived by each other in San Francisco, Wait, Italian what? and Jewish. Mm. Yeah. And my, my husband's grandfather, who I never got to meet, but we both loved our grandfather. So, so much synchronicity, right? Yeah. But anyway, point wow. is, she loves was a huge grandmother, too. Isn't that funny? Oh, so much. Oh, it's so key. See, you're going to be just fine. Yeah. More than fine. Yeah. Anyway, he was a peacemaker. And under McCarthy, they thought he was a communist. He was Jewish and he was this kind of peacemaker. And there were there was all these um, cases about. My husband's uh, grandfather very peaceful. He had to change his last name. All these things. Mm. So here I come, and I'm kind of like that in a way, you know, helping to shift humanness and peacefulness. And it's like couldn't be better. So he is game on. He's with the three kids right now. He just made him dinner. I mean, he's he's a dream, and we've been married now twelve years, almost twelve years, and it's just I love him. It's and it really feels like a first date a lot. So I really want key to your success. And kindness, kindness. Mm. I mean, and early on there was such a spark and I do believe in that. I do believe yeah, that too. the body knows right away. The body yeah. does The body know knows too. for you all. And it's okay if people are listening and they got married out of friendship and all that. And that's okay if that's their base. But you two are both lovers as am I. And I think a lot of your listeners are in this generation is because mm. you can be, you can wait. You know, if that makes sense, you don't have to settle. So do not settle. The body knows. It's so funny the body that, knew that we before don't. I wanted to agree.
1: So, yeah. yeah, it's funny that like that you don't. You were saying women don't trust themselves. Yeah, yeah, no. and I think sometimes we're like shamed into thinking, well, if the body is thinking that, maybe yep. I should slow down or or oh, not exact. take that and as and then a overthink yes it. it. So overthink we're so it. smart so now, we
0: overthink. And the body knows primally. Like my body loved <laughs> <laughs> oh, no.
1: I'm not talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you just gave Lindsay the green light.
0: <laughs> I'm saying. Did she like, yes, the body does no. know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to ask the body why, because sometimes
1: primarily. Totally. I'm not talking about connected. sex. I'm talking about just yeah. like, sometimes I, I literally meet difference. someone and I'm like, you're you're everything good mm. on paper and in and in yeah. physical form, but yeah. like my body has no nope. reaction. Yeah. Nope. Exactly. And then I'll meet someone, and I'm like, "Oh, mm-hmm. yep, you're doing something to me." Yeah, you're yep. like, hey, <laughs> you face them. Yeah.
0: yeah, and for a long-term relationship, you need that.
1: Yeah, you just yeah, need right.
0: that. So it's so important. Okay. So like I was dancing back to back with him at a wedding. And I knew he was, and I was, i just broken off oh, I know you with, you know, and I felt his back, my future, and I knew, and I had to dance away because he was still dating who he was dating. And I'm like, what on earth is that? So I have knew cognitively, like Ooh. there's such a spark and I'm not Crazy. a cheater. Crazy. So like, yeah. So sometimes you also have to just wait for timing but your body knows. Oh, my body knew. My body was so in love with them and I was trying... Anyway, so it's just funny how mm-hmm. that happens. And it it's real, it will never go away. So you don't have to... If you're not on it that week and then they go somewhere then they're not oh, that's the right so, ones. That's so cool. Yeah. So this is key. We're mentioning this... Quickly, being thirty-two, mm-hmm. just you have to trust time. Like there's no now, hurry up, that's over. I mean, it was never real, but that's an overactive brain thing. I have to do it, or I'm going to lose it. That's scarcity mentality. You Got to just trust, and that is not easy. And then watch it. And for a lot of our, we still all do have some of that fairy tale-ish in us. It's just unfortunate in ways that we grew up on Disney mm-hmm. or Barbie or whatever you know, or you know, all the different Fifty Shades of Grey, all of that. That we do have that in us. So you can, that can happen, but you want to make sure it's with the right person. And sometimes that'll look different. My husband does, well, my old friends say he looks exactly like my type, but he wasn't like who I was dating Mm -hmm. the past 10 years at all. So it's funny if you just let it happen and not overthink it, you'll be like, it's perfect. And our kids... Have his stunning eyes, they have these huge blue eyes and they have his bigger features. And I'm just in awe because I'm so in love with him. That helps me be so in love with the kids in a very primal way. Totally. A lot of women and men get upset with their kids because they're not happy with the mate. And that just breaks my heart. Oh, oh my cause god. Cause then the kids get that. Whoa. You know? I think we all got that in that's ways. Crazy. Yeah. I think that's some of that. And it's just unfortunate. You got you gotta love your partner because then you're gonna love those treats in the kids and also know how to work with them even if you don't prefer it. You know, wow. just like we talked about earlier with my son where I'm like, "Oop, I'm, I know my husband did that when he was 11 and he turned out great. So I'm just going to trust the process and yeah. show yeah. up and wow, hold him accountable, but let him grow. Such a cool perspective. Anyway. I love this. You're going to be <laughs> a great mom. <laughs> you <laughs> you great both mom. are.
1: You really are. And I will of always will. be here.
0: Auntie Jill will always be here for your kids <laughs> if you need <laughs> anything. <I laughs> but I you're going to be great. I'll take every
1: course, whatever you put
0: No, Honestly. Well, in the city, Echo Parenting Amazing. is incredible for anyone that's mm. about to have a kid or here who's What's listening that? in LA. It's called Echo Parenting, E C H O. It's um, like I want to say parenting. it's an Echo part, but it's like, it's parenting support. And it mm. literally is brilliant. And I already believed and did so much of what they mm. said, but that also helped me learn more from them because I trusted them. But it's really great. It's nonviolent and it clears patterning. And I just remember a lot of the old things because you're going to... I know everyone listening who's already a parent and you guys are going to see when you're a parent, you think you're not going to parent just like a parent, but then something's going to happen at mm. some point. I remember when the kids were four and two and I was writing Intuitive Being, I was exhausted. And I was literally in our little linen closet and our sweetest little Ella came with a pink van wanting her shoe tied. And I almost turned around and snapped her head off because that's what happened growing up. And it was probably just a com- so mm. many subconscious, unconscious things. I was probably exhausted the way my mom was, who yeah. knows. Mm-hmm. But I caught myself and I looked at her, her big blue eyes, she just looked at me like, <laughs> For a second, we were quiet and yeah, I had to breathe. Really... And I'm just like, yeah, I will. And she's like, okay, thanks. So they're so forgiving and malleable. that If you can catch yourself, it's so fascinating that then you change the course of your new DNA and your children's DNA. Like that's yeah. part of the flushing we were talking about earlier because you're creating a new pattern in yourself. Mm. It takes time. It takes a couple mm. months or days or years at times, but wow, it, we're so flexible and we don't know that because we keep doing the same things thinking we're like set in stone.
1: I'm calling some people tomorrow and telling them they're flexible. Let's do. make it happen. A lot of apologies
0: mm. when you're 32. I'm sorry for this. Even a breakup mm. or someone that cheated on you. I'm sorry for my part. That's a big thing for oh. 32. Oh yeah. I we should do that? Yes, that. you should do that. You so just did that. Wow. Yeah, yeah, I just did, I just did, that, did that, that. That's somewhere. crazy. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And if you're nervous, it. didn't you feel it? I fu- oh, it was what literally if married. a download. I'll you're married,
0: I'd hold it. So, but here's, well, here's what happens to me. So I'm married and then I'll think of that and then I'll run into them at the store. or like. At an airport, it's uncanny. It's interesting when it—I think when it comes into our aura, our vicinity, we just make a little mental note or a post-it note of like one day, and then be, and then when it happens, you're ready because it could Love be a two-minute interchange, and you're like, "Nice to see you." And you don't have to sob, stop, stop. Start, yeah. but nice to see you. I'm sorry for that, and I hope you feel better and I'm you know, sending you love or whatever that yeah. can change their whole molecular structure and your own wow. so that's big taking 100% of your 50% is what we really teach present and with I am because I used to want my sub story was I got cheated on and I was like I gotta own that I hide or I flee and I pick that so they let me be that way and then they cheat but I'm also cheating by hiding a part of me you know it wow. just when I finally saw that and that's around 30 that, that's big mm. wow But I hear you about holding, if it's gonna hurt another, I would wait and then let the fates take care of it. And it happens every time. Oh, wow. It's fun. It makes life so matrixy and fun. fun. So fun. Miracles are natural. natural. Miracles are natural. That's my favorite thing to say before, bed. It's really well said. Mm -hmm. They are natural. Mm -hmm. And I think this is the miraculous part of the brain. The front. front. Trying to pull to the front of the brain. Pull to the front of the brain. It helps. You'll feed, you should sleep better. So if your head hurts, it might be too much pollen, but mm-hmm. but you should no! drink water. I <laughs> come on.
2: Lord, come Heavy on. lifting. <laughs> I'm like, Jill can tell. Yeah. No,
0: you're so good. This will rattle some for a bit. Or you like let it, mm. all the molecules fall. We've kind of like shaken up the glitter. I know. This know, has know, been. The snow I'm goes. so grateful. Insane. I cannot oh, even can express Can we just talk right,
2: really quickly about your book? Nice. I want everyone to know about your book oh, before we yes, go. Yes, Please. please.
0: That's so kind. Intuitive well, being. Yeah, so we're to have being. Link it in our
2: show notes. Nice, we'll do right?
0: giveaways. <laughs> that would mean so much. I would yes. love that. And love that. I, would, I said, everyone stay with it. Even if it's, you read a page a day or put it by your bed or in a room, it'll It's my favorite kind of book ju-ju. that I can read a few pages yeah. a day. Yeah, that's all yeah. I can take with most books that I read. I, I love that you few. do that. I agree. Because so, I'm actually absorbing it. If it's too many things exactly. I need to, I can't. No, and there's no race. Even when there's book clubs, I mean, I don't mind if you're on page five. I love you. Like that's that old adage too about finishing it and then cramming it. And we've mm. learned to do that. And um, but I I do recommend getting it and I recommend getting sent getting it, giving it to teachers and people you know, because there's a lot of people in the healing industries around us that know, or it could be a mailman that we love, a male human or whatever, but someone that or pass it on when you're done. You don't have to buy another copy. Um, we're trying to do audio, we're not there yet. I'd really love to do the audio. Mm-hmm. You um, book. Yeah, that'll be you good. Totally so should. That'll come thank you. And and it's just, it's, it works. It's been the download. It started as a pamphlet and everyone who's ever done readings loves it for that reason, because it just supports this. It will open you up. All these miracles will happen. Simple things come in. And the last thing I'll say about the book is everything's really simple. Mm-hmm. Meaning you crave, you know, try having lime, like right now, lime colored foods are so important. Cucumber, dip it in whatever you want. If you like sour cream, if you're vegan, make a hummus or... Mm-hmm. But Get the lime colored foods right now, the celeries, the um, greens, the lime and water. I mean, go buy a lime at the store for 30 cents, try to wash the outside of it, cut it in half and squeeze that lime in your water without putting the rind in. And that's brilliant for you right now. All the herbs, basil, you know, parsley, Mm -hmm. it costs a dollar if not less, especially Mm -hmm. to farmers and put that in your water. Water with hydration is key and a lot of people are drinking too much water actually. So it's about those lime (laughs) and green cup food. No, it's Mm -hmm. great. But that's big right now. I just pair that to the book because we start to overthink things. But it's kind of the simple, simple that then gets you to see it wholly, and it makes you use both the part of your brain. And that's wow. why we say get it and just read a little bit of time, like you know to do. So why it's not Lyme cramming right now. What about- because well, so Lyme is actually more. I love you asked this question. You're yeah. so wise. I know. A big, you really <laughs> are. Isn't it crazy? <laughs> no, I've done so many interviews, and what you guys are pinpointing is like so on point because we're it's present. ridiculous you know why that's I'll say, exactly I'll why just we're brilliant. present because a lot of people aren't they're like okay so well said and that's such a gift I mean mm-hmm. I just truthfully you guys so what's so important right now is that we're alkaline and lime is alkaline and so is lemon but we're really overdoing lemon right now in the gut Wow. And it's great to do it if you crave it, but then notice when you don't for a little while, a week mm. or two. But lime is kind of known as four to five times more alkalining in the body. And what's important about alkaline is when your body is alkaline inside cancer cannot grow, you're not acidic. So everything in your internal is better, everything. And then you see it on the outside, you look so much younger, you don't need wow. as much on your outer, being your hair, nails, skin, all of it. Wow. And acidity leads to inflammation, all that. And that's what we're hearing finally more about. That came in readings so many years ago I'm like what on earth is that so that's cilantro and all those things things that are so inexpensive that you throw on your pasta or you throw in your salad or you throw on a dip with crackers I mean you keep it so simple that's big and then the rawness of nuts and protein comes in is really important too to kind of go with that so you can sometimes mash that up or add that if you want protein for a little Mm. more to it but the lime is key and it really is an internal cleanser. And so much is releasing right now as we're cleaning out our closets. This is so full circle to the beginning of the talk. Thoughts are letting go, patterning systems. That's why we're seeing the shit show out in so many forms, including politics. It's all leaving. We call it the second chakra. It's very orange and we're leaving it. So the green is helping to flush it almost like mama earth or wow. mama being like mother, like it's all good. Let's just clear this, Let's clear this slate and you need extra really clean pH because thoughts are acidic. Acidic stress is acidic. So mm-hmm. it's not just what you're eating, but those type of internal foods flush and you pee it out or you poop mm-hmm. it out and, or you sweat it out. Such a higher rate and you need less exercise. You need a little more just kind of stretching and letting it release versus doing that whole mm-hmm. rat race, rat wheel thing. So any of those lime foods are key. Anything wow. that's grown on a tree right now or in the ground is key. Key, key, key. We need rooted things. Wow. Things that come from roots are roots because we're clearing, so we're going to be more spacey, and so it's just really important that you're getting things that bring the roots back in and cleanse it's out like the bottom Ayurvedic of your gut. A little bit, It, is, yeah. it does seem that people a have said that bit. before, and I can't wait to learn more about Ayurvedic, which I think Ayurvedic is brilliant mm-hmm. because it understands the system. So does yeah. osteopath. You know, really good acupuncture right now, Reiki, anything that's clearing the whole system and knows it's a system is so important. Our Western medicine is really big on one spot and going in and clearing that out and that's just mechanical yeah it's really unhealthy it's just really unhealthy and it's like the quick fix but once you've broken our structure or our aura because you puncture it going in for any form of routine surgery anything it makes you a little more cray cray and that Mm. might be full circle to what we're talking about earlier with celebrity it's like wow you gotta be careful you gotta be careful with your aura Drugs can do it too. Drugs can do it too, which also is when you go into surgery. It it breaks down your chi or life force energy and then thoughts happen. Acidity happens. A lot happens in the body. And then you get a little deranged. You think someone's doing something. It's very young, very young. So just back to lime, squeeze some lime on your cerveza and you're all set. I'm literally what? going to Whole Foods. After yes, no. Yeah. Like, do you have any limes here? <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> you guys go to Whole Foods. You'll look at Whole Foods so differently, and it should be less expensive in ways because you'll get mm. kind of more of the real stuff.
1: Yeah.
0: And um, but and minerals are really important too. But once again, that's Earth. Earth. Huh. Earth. Yeah. Minerals are so important right now. Wow. Okay. Multi mineral, mineral in your water. Sorry, I know we're going on that, but no. you can get it for so, so, so cheap. And just remember these simple, because yeah. a lot of people think they're crazy or they're hormonal or whatever, and they just need minerals. They just need a little grounding. Feel your feet when you're feeling spacey, especially for you too. Mm-hmm. Just you can go right, left, press your feet into the ground and the floor, mm-hmm. right, left, or left, right. That gets you out of fight or flight. Mm. You know, these simplest free tools that we've been hiding that I just, mm. when I came out in readings, I'm like, we're not going to hide this anymore. Sometimes Let's I have share. to
2: act like I have hooks on my feet.
0: So, I'm like pulled down to the ground because right now I'm I like, I really don't even feel like my feet are touching the ground. Try to do whole foot. So, hooks would be connected to the haunted house. Does that make sense to you? Because wow. hooks would be, if the hooks are kind of the outer shell of it, yeah. Press so, I should there? do whole foot because remember, all your organs. Like so, everything, where, everything that we're talking about right now is your, or is your third and fourth energy center gut and stomach, yeah. heart and lungs, shoulders, all your organs. <sighs> So that's really where you're going to see everything go towards. So even when people say all one fourth chakra, that'd be Jesus, Buddha, Maya Angelou, Mother Teresa, anyone Mm. with a compassion, art, love, that's all fourth energy center. That's all green, green or bright, pink Mm -hmm. or earthy, you know, earthy earth. Um, So just be aware of that. And that is so, we've all protected that part women have. I mean it's unsafe to be. So we've all kind of been on our tiptoes or on our heels or kind of danced mm, around things. Think yeah. about that in the storm. Wow. Just thank you for letting me be you be an example there. Cause I, you can cut this too, but that I just want you to know how connected that is to your dreams about haunted houses. Wow. A yeah. so haunted house would be a shell without the protection of the whole center. Wow. It's just food for thought. So breath breath would be great for you. Just deeper breathing, opening the lungs really flushes out all that stuff. Even just before bed for three mm. minutes, you'll have two completely different dreams. And you'll wake up having an easier morning routine because you won't feel you need so much stuff to get going. You'll be more in that flow, kind of like your own self waterfall. Mm. Really important. Instead of falling, there's a huge difference. So anything that's water and flowy is important right now. And everything we discussed was water and flowy. Wow. Breath. You know The foods The lime The squeezing The good stuff Peanut butter with celery Mm. If you're not allergic So grub you guys So
2: You guys are amazing Thanks so much I know Thank you for being here You're welcome So So beautiful Yeah I mean I'm so proud of you
1: It was crazy. Thank you. you. It was really beautiful. Close down. So our listeners can connect with you on jillwillard.com. Yes. Is that the best place? They sure can. And imcommunity.com. Yep. Yep. And then Insta is good right
0: now. Jill underscore Willard. Great. Some you'll understand. Some it's like, what'd she just say? It's good. Perfect. Makes you think and not think. Okay. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. We love you. Oh, and then her book will also link too. Oh yeah, of course. Thank you for that. I'm on Mars. no, it's ju- saw a ghost. All right, yeah. We have to come back down. <laughs> yes, yeah. We'll talk about the ghosts after. It's over. <laughs> yes. All oh my the gosh, lovers I in the
1: room. <laughs> yeah, stories. we're gonna go. See you later. Bye. Love you guys. Bye. <laughs> Good one, right? How about the priest? I mean, those stories. Mm. Well, you know, I like that she tells them, dude. It is because it's real, and it's it is such a gift, and a lot of people will envy it. But damn, with every gift there comes like this. Wait, what? her gift? Her gift. Oh. I was talking about the priest molesting. I know, but the like boys. that's a burden to know uh, that it's happening. Yeah. That is, no. So what's the gift part? The fact that she's an intuitive. Okay. Okay. Meaning like on the broader, like- In, you, the, in the bigger scheme. Bigger picture. Okay, okay. I was like, the priest situation- is, That is not a gift. Yeah. That's, well, that's the Let curse. Let that be known. That's the other side of it. Yes, so she, yes. Like okay, the okay. fact that she can sit in church and know that the priest molested Woo! that boy. That what a burden. You know? I mean, what would you do? I don't I, I honestly don't Stab know what I would Stab him with do. a cross. Yeah, cuz I a have heart, a law and order and mind. In the penis tip. <laughs> I literally have a law and order mind. Like I would probably 100%. Like I want to yeah. You'd okay. like poison the wine. <laughs>
2: And honestly, I think that's, that stuck with me. I was like, and she was just so strong. Like Mm. she was so strong. You know what also I think about too, that she said to us after,
1: actually after air, um, drinking more green. (laughs) Oh my God, lime green. Lime. Lime green. She said more drinking and eating more lime green things. So like limes, like light leafy greens, avocado. She's like, she literally said it out of the blue. She's out like of the blue. she's like oh lime green. Lime green, you have to eat and drink more lime green things. She's like I don't know. I just I know. <laughs> and we were like done. I literally told I told my friends and the next time I went to their house, they had a bowl of limes. <laughs> Cute, you know? Yes. But I just, we believe it is truth because it is truth. Yeah, she's like you need the nutrients, the minerals. She's not working for limes.co. <laughs> Do you know? You just believe it. <laughs> yeah, she's not. She's like, you guys need more limes. I love when people are. I've skepti- got a bag of them. Skepti- skeptical about that shit. Like, why are you skeptical? Yeah, she's not working for anybody. Hundred like, <laughs> percent. Let's go. Let's <laughs> go. <laughs> Let's go. But we're. I mean, woo! woo.
2: Jill Willard, intuitive beating of being, intuitive being mm-hmm. is the book. Excited to see you on.
1: Um, in. Toronto, in Toronto, Chicago, Mm -hmm. Um, and our other cities. Can I say them? Mm -hmm. Let's say them. New York, Boston, SF, Austin, Dallas.
2: And then we're going to be doing, you know, in the fall, San Diego, LA. Yeah. So don't worry about that. And then potentially a few other dates, we're talking to um, some brands and some companies. So if you possibly work at a brand or a company that um, would be a great fit to have us partner with on an event, that's what we are doing right now. So we're working specifically with one amazing company in one city and we're doing a special event just for them. Um, And we're probably gonna do that with other cities and other brands that are really great fits with us. So um, reach out, email us, and we can coordinate and organize something amazing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right, guys, thanks for listening. We love you. Thanks for
2: reviewing, mm -hmm. guys. It means a lot. Um, You know, we read them and it just means that we're up on the charts and that we can really keep doing this. You know, we just Mm want to do more for you. So um, that really helps us. So I know it's free. It takes a
1: minute, but we appreciate it. Totally. Join our secret Facebook group. Mm -hmm. A few people this week have just been like, oh my God, the group literally has been, they're like, it's my like support. I think it's, um, oh man, can I just say something? Yeah carly haney she's in the group she texts me today she goes how many i think it's 3k yeah there's three thousand people in there um carly goes am i going to get kicked out of the facebook group i said uh didn't see your post why and she commented on the post that was like hey do you guys have like a breakfast that's like super easy and healthy and like whatever what she mcdonald's she says sausage mcgriddle from mcdonald's to be honest and she goes, sorry, I ruined everything. I said, honestly, we need differing opinions we and do. it makes the world go round 100%. and keeps McDonald's we in We need business. diversity. So thanks, Carly. And thank you to everyone in our group. You're the best. Yeah, All right. for showing up. Love right. you guys. Love Bye.
2: You.